The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here. I am. On the Blaze Radio Network. And thank you for being here. 888-900-3393. On Twitter, at Pat Unleashed. That's some fun stuff uh, today, because, man, all week long, it has been... Not fun stuff? <sighs> almost apocalyptic. <laughs> well, <laughs> does this ever end? <sighs> um, we do have to get into the civil asset forfeiture thing again, though, because <laughs> I, what's going on with that criminal. is... Criminal. Yeah. Oppressive. Un-American unconstitutional and yes a downright criminal it's happened again happened at an airport guy got twenty nine thousand dollars just taken from him he just took it sorry now there's there's no evidence there's there's no suggestion uh really of any wrongdoing he just took his money and now he can't get it back just unbelievable um also uh, the government has not been able to reunite all of the families at the border yet. So now what? What's going to be the consequence? Uh, yesterday at 3 o'clock, California time, was the deadline for the uh, that the federal judge set for the U.S. Uh, to reunite parents and children who are separated at the border. So far, they've been able to reunite 1,012 families. There's... Somewhat more than 900 remaining to be uh, reunited. So what are you going to do about it? <laughs> I don't. They've already said, they've already told uh, told everybody what the problem is. They can't find parents in some cases. Uh, they don't know who the parent is in some cases. Some of the people that are trying to claim the children are sex abusers. Are domestic abusers. Some of them have left the country, but none of that's their fault. So in the event that the government continues to claim they're doing the best they can, Judge Sabra could give them additional time to finish. Another possibility is that the court could also continue to impose a restraining order that prohibits the government from deporting families. Uh, alternatively, we could see the court hold the government in contempt for failing to abide by an order, but that probably won't be necessary. Um, and it wouldn't speed up the process at all. Besides the unknown regarding what will happen as far as those who have not been reunited yet, there are questions about what might happen to those who are reunited. Will they be held in family detention centers? There's not enough beds right now uh, in the family detention centers to hold everybody. Doctors have written affidavits explaining that families, detaining families can cause possible permanent psychological harm. So what are you going to do? There are just no good answers. And of course, none of this is their fault. They're just trying to break into our country illegally. Don't worry about that. That's not their fault. I mean, you say it like it's wrong, man. No, no, no. You said illegally. No. Don't do it like that. I just mean that illegal, being illegal is an artificial construct. Okay? In that there's, 
it doesn't really matter that they're not legally here. Borders don't really matter. Okay, borders do nothing but separate us from people who deserve to be wherever they want to be. Pat, the border crossed them. Thank you. Thank you. They didn't cross the border. The border crossed them. <laughs> That's my favorite one. Oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> that just uh, that causes all kinds of tingles up and down my spine. <laughs> so who knows what, what they're gonna what the judge is going to do. There's not much it could do. What are you gonna do? Put the the government in jail? No, I don't think so. So some federal judge will continue to rant and rave. And and the problem continues. They they just it's complicated. It's really complicated. And sometimes these kids have shown up by themselves. A lot of them have shown up by themselves. I don't know who you're gonna reunite reunite them with. Triple eight nine hundred uh thirty three ninety three. Also, uh this is fun if you live in Wisconsin. A federal judge has ordered the state to pay for the gender reassignment surgery for two transgender Medicaid recipients. Sure. Medicaid recipients at 30 and 41? Hmm, okay. Uh, Cody Flack, who's 30, and Sarah Ann McKenzie, 41, filed a lawsuit in April saying a state rule denying coverage for surgeries to treat gender dysphoria violates the Affordable Care Act and their right to equal protection. State rule that it excludes coverage for undefined transsexual surgery was adopted back in 1996, or in other words, the Dark Ages. Yeah. Back when they didn't understand that gender is just a frame of mind. That's all it is. Were you expecting someone else to pay for this? I don't know what the problem is. Uh, someone other than Wisconsin? Yeah. Like no. someone other than a government. No, good golly, no. Gender reassignment surgery. Mm-hmm. That's it's the responsibility of the government to Thank you. turn people into different sexes if they want to be. Um US District Judge William Conley granted a preliminary injunction barring enforcement of the rule. He suggested the injunction could be expanded to include any transgender Medicaid patient whose doctor recommends a surgery. The Likelihood of ongoing irreparable harm facing these two individual plaintiffs plaintiffs outweighs any marginal impacts on the defendant's stated concerns regarding public health or limited costs. So the judge seems to be saying that allowing them surgery and paying for the surgery may do irreparable harm to them? Wow, what a hater. (laughs) What a hater. Has he been kicked off the bench yet? Not yet. Not yet, but you know it. The day is young. Needs to happen, though. Flack could get his surgery in two or three weeks, according to attorney Rock Pleadle. He said uh, McKenzie may have to wait a few months because of her status on the paperwork process. Um, but Flack also has cerebral palsy, uses a motorized wheelchair, and relies on supplemental security income for the disabled as his sole support. He first identified as a boy at age five. Uh, McKinsey is also disabled and relies on supplemental security income. She's been living as a woman since 2012. And uh, so stop the hate. Yeah. And, and taxpayers, yeah. man up and pay for this surgery for these two. And then next thing you do after you knock that off of your list. 
Work on getting this hateful judge disbarred or whatever it takes, you know? Right? Like, do they elect judges in Wisconsin? You have a chance. Right? Hmm. <laughs> There's just no excuse for it. All right, 888 I got to play this um, civil asset forfeiture report from, uh, uh, from this television station. It is absolutely incredible. So the guy goes to the airport, and they go through his luggage. Apparently, the... Uh, the x-ray shows that there's some cash in there. So they open up his bag and they find $29,000, which they promptly take from him. Uh, here's the report. Tonight, a U.S. City man says law enforcement confiscated his money when he didn't commit a crime. Now he's mm. fighting to get thousands and tens of thousands of dollars back. Yeah, he was traveling in the airport with cash and he says he did nothing wrong. So why did they take mm. his money? Josh Gingrich buys and flips trucks. A recent buying trip to the Midwest cost him this bag of $29,000. DEA drug agents seizing the money at Chicago's O'Hare Airport. Mm -hmm. Josh was never arrested. And in fact, he didn't break any laws. No marijuana, no drugs. He thinks a TSA agent saw the money in his backpack and tipped off the DEA. And then they take you down into a dingy basement room. No cameras, no... No, nothing. Josh says the officers claim to smell marijuana on a plastic bag filled with dirty laundry in his backpack. He says officers mm. dumped the clothes, filled a bag like this with cash, then brought it to the drug dog before he started recording the officers. Most United States currency has trace amounts of narcotics on it. His attorney now fighting to get that money back. It's not a quick and easy process. It's not like traffic court. It can drag on for years. The ACLU Jeez. calls this program flawed. There is no you prohibition <laughs> on carrying a large amount of cash. According to a federal report from 2007 to 2016, the DEA seized $3.2 billion with zero convictions tied to the money. If the purpose of this is to Wait, disrupt what? illegal drug activity, we'd see some of these people be arrested. It should be against the law. Degas off, check the old... Uh... Josh also points oh, out even if his bag did smell of marijuana, it's legal here in California. <laughs> You're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. Well, the DEA says multiple facts, circumstances, statements, and other mm. factors go into the decision to seize an asset. Uh -huh. And there is a process for contesting a seizure. Now, if Josh does not get his money back, what happens to it? It'll be divided up between the feds and local police. That sounds fair, right? <laughs> Sounds fair. So the feds will get some, and then the local police will get the rest. It sounds fair. You know, they didn't work for it, but, I mean, they found it. Finders keepers. Mm -hmm. Losers weepers. Isn't that in the Constitution? It's in the good and plenty clause, I'm pretty sure. Look it up. Uh, that's unbelievable. So the guy he puts his bag through the scanner. Mm -hmm. They see cash in it. They open it up and just take it from him. Yeah, we smell marijuana. What? A, so what? So what? In California, marijuana is legal. So even if I was smoking marijuana, you can't do anything about it. You can't take my money from me. And is the odor of marijuana, is that illegal? Is it illegal to possess the scent of marijuana? I don't think so. Like, could you have marijuana perfume on you? I think you could if you wanted to. And uh, you couldn't be arrested for that. This country, $3.2 billion they've confiscated at the DEA. Out of control. $3.2 billion they've taken from Americans. And zero hmm? convictions. 
Hold on. I'm sorry. Could you please repeat that? $3 billion, $200 million, no convictions. I mean, that is... I, I, I don't even... I, it's so inexplicable. It is... It's so outrageous. You, you don't even know where to go with it. It's so un-American that it's impossible to believe it's going on in this country, and yet it is, and it happens all the time. And how many, how many stories just this year have we had? Five that we've heard about? So you know it's happened a lot more than that. And I got some bad news for you. Um, President Trump seems to be on board with it. Well, yeah, he wants to make it easier. Mm-hmm. He wants to make it easier. I mean, he... At that moment in time when he was asked to speak mm. about it, he seemed to want it to be easier. So bad. So I don't know. Yeah, he may, may have changed now. I don't, I don't know. But I mean, it, that is really a preposterous tactic to just find cash on somebody. It's not illegal to carry cash. It's not illegal to take cash with you. You should be able to do that as an American if you want. Here's what the government solution is going to be. I just thought about this. Here, here we go. All right, fine. You don't want us taking your cash? Tell you what, let's just go cashless. And then you can mm-hmm. just access it, you know, securely and digitally. There will be no more cash. You don't have to worry about us taking your cash because it will be a cashless society. Yeah. I don't know. It might be one. It might be one of the factors. One of the, one of the, one of the selling points. That mm-hmm. they'll make. Yep. Mm-hmm. 888 um, Let me tell you about Aaron Hale. Uh, he was a former Navy chef. He was uh, working for a a uh, an admiral in the Navy, a three-star admiral. He was cooking for him on his ships. He was traveling all over the world. He wasn't fulfilled. So he met some guys who were with the ordnance disposal team. And he was impressed with what he heard, and so he really wanted to do that. And so Aaron decided to become an Army Explosive Ordnance Disposal Team member. And in 2011, when he was disarming one of these ordinances, another one that was right next to him blew up in his face and cracked his skull in a couple of places. It blinded him, made him mostly deaf. Uh, he went through countless surgeries and he trying to get his life back in order. He was in total darkness, really. Silence and darkness. And so he turned back to cooking as a vehicle to just, you know, find something to do with his life and he started pumping out so much fudge that his wife was delivering it to neighbors because she couldn't keep it up with it all with all of it and they didn't want to eat it all and so they distributed around the neighborhood and then people started coming back to him and said hey can i buy some of that from you so they started eodfudge.com and it's so good now they they pump out these uh incredible confections for you Aaron and uh, his wife, Michaela, have Extraordinary Delights, or EOD Fudge for short. Mint <laughs> Alps, Strawberry White. Strawberry White. Chunks of strawberries in with the white chocolate. <laughs> Triple so Threat Fudge. Uh, just so good. Caramel apples and brownies and <sighs> all kinds of delicious confections. Uh, when you use the offer code BLAZE at checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. Go to EODFudge.com. That's EODFudge.com offer code Blaze. You are listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network.
Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, so what makes a perfect day? There's a new study uh, that's out with 2,000 Americans, and they found that there are only 15 on the average, 15 perfect days a year for each of us. What in the world? 15 perfect days. Okay. <clears throat> per year. And so here comes the science, y'all. Yeah. Uh, we are, we're, we're the happiest, apparently, waking up at 8.15 in the morning. Nope. A uh, perfect day would entail a sunny spring-like forecast with temperatures reaching 74 and uh, being able to spend three hours outside. Doing what? <laughs> that's, that's not my perfect day. I mean, what am I, mowing? Because, I mean, there goes your <laughs> What theory. am I doing for three hours outside? There's not a single activity I want to do outside for three hours. Swatting mosquitoes. I want to get to the car. That takes about three seconds. <laughs> get in the car and then drive somewhere. This may be Jeffy's perfect day. It, it only takes him three hours to get <laughs> to the car. Uh, they see themselves spending four hours with their family, three hours with friends, okay. and then coming home and uh, sitting on the couch where you <laughs> spend another three hours watching TV. Okay, you're missing three hours. We got missing time here. That's the perfect day. And then you get into bed at... Uh, 10.50 p.m. That's the perfect time to go to bed. If I get up at 8, let's just start at the beginning. If I wake up at 8.15, I feel mm-hmm. like I've started the day late. I don't care oh, if it's yeah. a Saturday or a weekday or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's just too late. I mean, I, I, I start On the early. weekend, you start earlier than that? Yeah. Do you? Boy, <laughs> not me. <laughs> well, now I don't in the not summer me. because I got to start mowing at 8 in the morning before it's 150 degrees outside. But and then that blows up the theory too. Does it say what you're doing outside for three no. hours? Mm-mm. Stupid. Uh, the top three mood boosters. Oh, this will be fun. According to the survey, what we got? Finding money in your pocket. That's a good one. Fifty-eight percent mm-hmm. of people uh, believe that boosted their spirits. Uh, being able to sleep in with no alarm. Fifty-five percent. Laying in bed, listening to rain fall outside. Wait, the, wait a 51%. second. Fifty-one percent is not one. Wait a second. You can't have the perfect day <clears throat> that includes waking up to the sound of rain. Then you go and hang out in the pouring rain for ha- three hours. Mm. Yeah, I, this is stupid. I, I think I, I think the mood booster is somewhat different than the general perfect day for people. Mm-hmm. I got you. Sorry. A small gesture of kindness from somebody in your life boosts people forty-nine percent of the time. Mm. Petting a dog, 48%. I mean, does the dog Pet smell? a them? dog? <laughs> Performing a small gesture of kindness for somebody in your life, 47%. Uh, realizing it's a beautiful sunny day, 46%. <laughs> okay, okay. That pisses me off yeah. when it's a beautiful... Because it? that means it's going to be 106. <laughs> I hate it. When, when it's a bright sunny day in uh-huh. Texas, I know we're in for... The fires of hell. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see. Long hot shower, 44%. Yeah, that's a good one. Followed by a meaningful long hug from somebody you love. Isn't that nice? Huh. Seeing a friend you haven't seen in a long time. That's another booster. The first sip of coffee of the day. Can't relate to that. Hmm. Uh, plopping down on your bed after a long, tiring day. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I think that pretty much everybody loves that. Only 40% of people named it, though. Walking into an air-conditioned building on a hot day. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Baked treats like fresh blueberry pie. 
Opie? Andy? I've got some fresh blueberry pie. Uh, listening, listening to your favorite album, 37% cited that. Hmm. Watching the sunset or sunrise. Holding hands with someone you love. Mm-hmm. Getting new clothes. Uh, there's nothing I hate more than shopping for clothes. It's just a, a nightmare. Cuddling your partner before getting up to start your day. <laughs> Cuddling with your pet after a long day. Walking up to birds chirping. Walking up, they fly away. Uh-huh. What in the world? You, if you could walk up and slap them so they'd knock it off. <laughs> Shut up, I've been trying to sleep. <laughs> well, you ruined the perfect day before it began. <laughs> Chirpy. Uh, you don't slap them as, so hard you kill them. You just slap them hard enough that you knock the chirp out of them. <laughs> I've never gotten close enough to a bird to literally really? yeah. have me touch uh, it again. It's, it's, for me, that's that's part of a perfect day. <laughs> Pat, why do birds suddenly appear? Every time I'm near? Yeah. Ah, uh, well. They long to be. Yep. Yes. I ruined it, didn't mm-hmm, I? You I did. blew it. Dang it. <clears throat> uh, petting a cat. I don't want anything to do with cats. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing? No. I love cats. I don't like cats. I'm a cat guy. Cooking your favorite meal. Um, happening across a smell you enjoy. From <laughs> cookies to the smell of rain. I haven't really gotten that. You know, the smell of fresh the freshness after a rainfall. I, mm-hmm. I That I haven't noticed since I lived in Montana, I think. Yeah. It doesn't happen anymore. I don't smell a fresh smell. In now, Dallas. Yeah, now it's just heavy and yeah, pungent, yep. and it's like... I mean, ever since... I think it's been since I was a kid in Montana. I remember loving that smell mm-hmm. when you go out, and after the rain, it just smelled fresh. And I think that's the difference between growing up in a humid climate mm-hmm. and growing up in an arid climate. And so, yeah. there you have it. Because here, when it rains, you go outside, and it's like, ugh. Yeah. There's no freshness. No. <laughs> you you no want it freshness. to dry out, but that uh-huh. means you're wanting it to be 106 degrees, and it's just a vicious cycle. <sighs> it is. Uh, then there's exchanging a genuine smile with a stranger. <laughs> Sunlight on your skin. Getting a new haircut. Finding a new book to read. <laughs> I'll wait for the movie, thanks. Um, <laughs> I'll get the audio book. <laughs> mm-hmm. Having a pleasant conversation with a total stranger. I the, hate that. Does I don't that want happen? To talk, I don't want to talk to strangers. Is that a thing? I, it is with Jeffy. <laughs> We've talked a million times about you know going to the store and talking mm-hmm. to people and, and how he'll just strike up conversations, being the smart aleck he is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you don't know these people. Stop it. Yeah. But he loves it. He loves doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so meeting a new person you genuinely like. Mm-hmm. can't remember the last time nope. that happened. No. Nope. Eating a healthy food that makes you feel good about yourself. (laughs) (laughs) What is this? I don't know. Eating a healthy food that makes you feel good about yourself. That that sentence structure is, I think, messed up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not computing at all. I don't even understand (laughs) it. A long soak in the tub. Who's got time for that? Going to the movies. I do love that. Mm. Receiving a bouquet of flowers from someone you care about. You mean go get your bouquet of flowers? No, I well, don't. Well, you don't care about me, so it's kind of a moot point. Going for a walk alone. The, hey, now that's hold on. This list is starting to make sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. A lazy drive to nowhere in particular. Okay, I can't remember the last time I've done that either. So far, we're starting to make headway here on the perfect day. Do you actually take lazy drives to nowhere? I've never. I haven't done that. Yeah, 
I haven't done that since I was a kid either. Well, when you're close to a mental breakdown, that's pretty good. Okay. Those are good times. All right. Mm-hmm. Having a nice long stretch after sitting for a while. Ordering delivery. Nice glass of beer or wine after a long day. And then realizing you're going to have a good hair day. <laughs> that doesn't happen very often, but when it does, I can relate to that one's pretty good. Of course, you don't, you can't relate to Every that. Every day's anymore. a good hair day with me. What are you talking about? <laughs> Not a hair out of place. <laughs> When was the last time you had a good hair day? Like 1992? Two. Two. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. 888-900-3393. More Pat Grandleash coming up. Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns. Before we get back to the show, let me tell you about uh, Spymaster from Brad Thor. Brad is a good friend. Brad is a tremendous author. He's a a great patriot, and he writes tremendous books. Um, New York Times bestselling author has a a new book called Spymaster about a rumor, a remote cabin in Norway, and an American intelligence operative charged with stopping the next world war before it begins. Counterterrorism expert Scott Harvath, his mission is one of the deadliest he's ever undertaken. The Real Book Spy says, Spymaster is filled with enough action for two books, and it's the most gripping novel of Brad Thor's iconic career. That says a ton. And even the Washington Post has said that Thor convincingly portrays Russia as a reborn Cold War-era evil empire hell-bent on reconquering its former territory. In Spymaster, Scott Harvath proves more cunning, more dangerous, and more lethal than ever before. Pick up Spymaster today wherever books are sold, or better yet, for me, um, I'm really impatient with this stuff. When I want to read a book, I just immediately have it within 30, you know, 35 seconds. And this is a good good way to uh, help... Create the perfect day. Read yes. It, read a new book. Read a new book. So there you go. We were just talking about mm-hmm. yeah, Spymaster from Brad Thor. Uh, and a great new book, too. 888 uh, And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Fidgety Widget says, uh, Keith, hmm. I'm a cat guy. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. Pat, that. please confiscate his man card. Well, because yeah. I'm a cat guy? Yes. I like cats. Yes. I, I like dogs, do. too. I know, and that says a lot. About I have zero cats right now. Did you know that? <clears throat> really? Yeah. I have two I dogs. I mean, you used to have like 17. 12 no, it was 17. cats. It was 17 cats. Uh, it was Is that embarrassing a how many cats you had. It was embarrassing. It, 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 it uh, maxed out at four. was the high water mark. Uh, the Pacific Garbage Patch is now tweeting. Okay. Because it's so prolific. You know, the Pacific Garbage Patch is out there. <laughs> Double the size of Texas. Um, my who to follow suggestions on the Put That in Your Pipe Twitter page is Al Gore, uh-huh. the city of San Francisco, and Alex Jones. Sums up this week's shows pretty well. <laughs> yep. Nice. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know, um, we were just talking about the perfect day. A lot of the perfect day according to this survey, hinges on weather. 
and uh, and music, actually. Almost half of the respondents said they immediately perk up when they hear sunny weather is in the forecast. Uh, another 37% said listening to their favorite album boosted their mood. Hmm. The Beatles were the most mood-boosting band, uh, followed by the Eagles, and then Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Where's U2? Not uh, not in the top three. Where's Octoon Baby? I don't know. How about Better Than Ezra? How I does your garden grow? Don't, I don't know. The Connell's Ring. Again, I don't mm. know. All right. For me, uh, the perfect day is a huge cougar win. Like if, if BYU wins for the weekend, my weekend is going to be fantastic. Especially if it's a if it, if it's a win over, let's say Nebraska, like a couple of years ago. Hail Mary. <laughs> But a win's a win. A win's, win's a, win. a win. A win's a win. Thank you for bringing that up repeatedly. Uh, and I would say my favorite weather, probably 45 degrees. Mm-hmm. Nice, cool, crisp day oh, in the snow. fall. I love that. Snow. Uh, Beatles wouldn't be on my favorite music. Eagles might be. Boston, right? Boston definitely would. Yeah. Uh, Foreigner definitely would. Wh- who's for? What was that? Foreigner? Mm-hmm. Foreigner. Never mm-hmm. heard of them. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh... If we're having steak for dinner, that's definitely a, a oh, mood booster. And a loaded baked potato. Mm. Okay. Ice cream for dessert. Or maybe chocolate mousse. This ain't helping me, man. This mm-hmm. is making for the opposite of a perfect day because now I'm hungry. <clears throat> well, we're not going to have this perfect day anyway. so It's because it's going to be 105 today. Oh, a chilly one. So hmm. um, that's, uh, that wrecks it right there. Yeah. <laughs> No, man. I want some snow. We haven't had snow in Dallas in a while. Yeah, it's let's, been let's work on a couple that. years. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Um, I want to see this um, Fox News talking to uh, voters in Louisiana, and one of the women says one of the women they interview says something pretty interesting here. Uh, <laughs> let's <laughs> let's look at Fox talking to uh, voters in Louisiana. Or maybe we don't. Do we have this on video? We have these? Yeah. We do? I want a president who's going to rule with an iron fist. Finally. Somebody who's going to stand up for America. And with regard to the president's president's rhetoric with regard to North Korea, you say, hey, look, it's starting to work. Why do you say that? Absolutely. What is he doing with his nuclear weapons? So he's getting rid of them. Wow. Trump's, okay. Trump's for peace. That's like that. uh, a lot of that's people are fired up. She wants a president who will rule said, with an iron right, fist. Why? <laughs> Why not? I mean, all this Russia, 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 uh-huh. it's a bunch of nonsense. nonsense. Didn't Hillary uh, meet with Russia? Didn't she have the reset button? So what's wrong yeah. with Trump meeting with Putin? I'm all for it. Okay. Yeah, she's, she's really good. She wants a president who will rule with an iron fist. Hmm. Uh, and then she's, what was the nuclear thing? She she wa- Did she want us to use the nuclear weapons? Um, I got to watch that again. What yeah, was let's the do nuclear that again. part of that? Let's, let's watch the, the start of that again. I want a president who's going to rule with an iron fist. Okay. Finally. Iron. Somebody who's going to... Stand up for America. And with regard to the president's president's rhetoric with regard to North Korea, you say, hey, look, it's starting to work. Why do you say that? Absolutely. What is he doing with his nuclear weapons? So he's getting rid of them. All right. So she says he's getting, she says that 
Kim Jong-un is getting rid of his nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. All right. So she wants a president that rules with an iron fist. Uh, and she's she buys in totally. And maybe, you know, maybe he is going to get rid of his nuclear weapons. I don't know that we're positive on that score. Do you think that it may be just her word choice? <clears throat> and like if she had said, I want a president that talks tough with or deals with uh, difficult world leaders, would that have been better or? Yes, that would have been better. But said, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would have been makes better. Makes me think Iron Curtain, uh-huh. and uh, no it makes thanks. you think oppression. Mm-hmm. It, it makes you think that you want somebody who's going to take away rights, and that I don't want. But I think some people who are Trump supporters would be okay if he's the one doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as Donald Trump is the one with the iron fist, and as long as he's the one oppressing us, um, that'd be okay. <laughs> See, really? Now that's. That should be funny. Mm-hmm. That should be funny when you mm-hmm. say that. Mm-hmm. It is not because there's so many people that would be like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's Donald I, Trump. I can't go to the store when I want to, but look, MAGA, baby. <laughs> uh. He's making America great again. Mm-hmm. So what if we can only go to the store on Tuesdays? Mm-hmm. Well, what zip code are you in? <laughs> Yours might be Wednesday. Be careful because if you show up. If you show up at the grocery store and they check your ID and it's the wrong zip code, mm-hmm. look out. Yep. Now, obviously, he's not doing that, but I, you know, some people are that blind a follower of Donald Trump that I think they'd be okay with it. <sighs> Certainly looks like it to me. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, um, as we have the heat of the summer bearing down on us. The uh, global warmists are, of course, taking advantage of it. In the town of Sedankala, Finland, the uh, thermometer on July 17th hit a record-breaking 90 degrees. So, you know, in Finland, it's usually pretty cool, like 60s for a high. Um, It's 59 miles north of the Arctic Circle in a region known for winter snowmobiling and an abundance of reindeer. Wow. Uh, so it's kind of, it's it's out of the ordinary for them. But again, this stuff happens. It doesn't necessarily mean it's because of global warming. <laughs> they used to say all the time, don't confuse weather with climate. <laughs> so that when it was cold, that didn't mean global warming didn't exist. <laughs> And when it was hot, that didn't mean it did. It's it's the exact opposite now. Mm-hmm. Everything means global warming. Yeah. Greece is apparently in mourning after scorching heat and winds fueled wildfires. Uh, also, arson fueled wildfires. Let's not forget that. Arson is suspected in the wildfires in Greece that have killed more than 80 people. Japan recorded its highest temperature in history, 106 degrees. In a heat wave that killed 65 people in a week and hospitalized 22,000. Uh, Montreal hit 98 degrees on July 2nd. That's the warmest temperature ever measured there. Canadian health officials estimate as many as 70 people died in that heat wave. <clears throat> How do you. It's a strange thing to me that when people die in these heat waves, why? Are, are you just. I, it's probably mostly old people, but does yeah. nobody check on them? And there's not a lot of air conditioning in, in uh, Canada and yeah, Finland, parts of Europe. Places that depend on us for everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. 
In the U.S., uh, 35 weather stations in the past month have set new marks for warm overnight temperatures. Southern California had a record heat wave, widespread power outages. Uh, the brutal weather has been su- here. We go. The brutal weather has been supercharged <laughs> by human-induced climate change, mm-hmm. according to scientists. Climate models for three decades have predicted exactly what the world is seeing this summer. And they predict it will get hotter and that what is a record today could someday be the norm. Oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. There it is. You know, you do mm-hmm. need to check on the elderly when it gets hot. And I just, I kind of wonder how Jeffy has been holding up uh, considering he is the elderly of the elderly. Mm-hmm. Um, how's he doing in, in this record setting heat here in Dallas? Any idea? Does has anybody he, care? Has anyone checked on him? No. Nobody cares That's enough to check on Jeffy. So. Wait, there he is right now. <laughs> Anybody checked on you, Jeffy, to see if you're okay? No, but thanks for asking. Okay. Oh, thanks for asking. I'm, I'm holding up well. Are you? Okay, yeah. good. I try not to venture out during the day. <laughs> Stay inside. And, uh, How long does it take you to get from the door to the car? And uh, mm-hmm. and uh, just uh, go out in the evening sometimes for a little walk. Okay. All right. You know, to the mailbox. Yeah. And, and back. back. Wow. I mean. Mm-hmm. That's are, a long way for you. Are you winded? Yes. It's by the time way. you get Yes. Oh. Yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> I understand. Completely. It uh, no you you go through some uh, you go through some uh, t-shirts uh, when you're outside here in Texas this past few weeks yeah uh, oh I, yeah I'm a I am a uh, sweating person anyway uh huh and uh, when it's assisted by great heat mm-hmm. it doesn't seem to want to stop see I I could use and here's a here's a marketing idea okay for ShamWow <laughs> design you... t-shirts ShamWow t-shirts just soak that right up what's the problem. Nothing. There's it's not like a, a stare problem. down I mean, happening I really here. I really didn't appreciate the look. Are you making eyes? What's happening? <laughs> Should I leave That's the a room? Good idea. It's kind of awkward. I was just gonna say, like, you don't need heat to be sweating. I mean, you could come in here and it could be 35 below zero, and you're pouring sweat. Well, sometimes. it's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm a sweater. I know that. I know. Yeah, it was an understatement. Is I what was I'm to- saying. <laughs> that was an understatement. I was told. <laughs> Uh, from my uh, my the person who claimed mm-hmm. to be my mother, mm-hmm. that uh, I used to sweat in the crib as a baby. Really? Yeah. So I mean, okay. it's, it's part of my life. All right. Was Been it, there forever. It wasn't pee. We're sure it was. <laughs> I think you, could, you can tell the difference. <laughs> can you? Uh, yes. Mm. All right. When you wake up and the bed is mm. is sopped from sweat, you know the difference between that and pee. Okay. All right. Well, good. That's great. In the days that you don't wake up is starting <clears throat> a perfect day for you. A perfect day for me yeah. is having my ears clean. Oh, I know, nice. I know that's a surprise, but mm. I want my ears clean. And if you're like me and want your ears clean, <laughs> go to usewaxrx.com. Because mm-hmm. you know when your ears aren't clean, mm. it gets uncomfortable. Yeah. Crappy day. I mean, it's just going to be an ugly day mm-hmm. when your ears aren't right. Probably raining. Now you can get the real solution for stubborn earwax, the wax RX ear wash system is doctor developed and works safely when all other products fail. The Wax RX system is the method physicians trust the most, and it's just like the system they use in their offices. It comes with everything you need to safely clean out earwax and condition your ears conveniently at home for less than the cost of a doctor's visit. The doctor developed Wax RX system uses special wax softening drops to break down earwax inside the ear. It has specially engineered pump fitted with unique tip to gently deliver the perfect amount of cleansing pressure to flush wax away. Finally, the pH condition formula rinses and soothes your ears, making for the ultimate, most complete earwax removal system available. Go to usewaxrx.com to order your reusable ear wash system today. 
Don't forget to use the offer code radio. Why? You want it shipped right to your door for free. I don't know about you, but when I order something, I don't want to pay for the shipping. And you don't want to walk to the mailbox. You just want it to come right I to the door. I to the door. The yeah, door. that's a long walk to the box. <laughs> Especially in this heat. Use WaxRx.com. U-S-E, WaxRx.com. Offer code radio. Use WaxRx.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. You ready? You okay? Perfect day. Perfect day. It's so hot in here. <laughs> I, I can't. I, I can't stand to have my shirt on. It's just too hot. There's a little inside too baseball, hot. but this this room has been hot. Uh, mm-hmm. Getting warmer each day, <laughs> even <laughs> with the appearance. Of air conditioning. <laughs> so there's mm-hmm. some issue somewhere that has not been addressed. And it's gotten cooler outside, you know? It's gotten down to 105, so you'd think we that... Can still, we can still keep the uh, the grocery store-sized room next to us. <laughs> at, at, at a pleasant ice, 60 degrees. ice, yeah. which I love going mm-hmm. into, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I love, when do. those three blowers are on, it is Such a tremendous. Good Such a good but point. But we can't keep <laughs> this room cold. But we can't, we can't be under 80 in his room. <laughs> Nope. All right. It's by the way. Right, that's just enough. so you know, it's been on the lowest setting since before I got here this morning. Oh, really? It's been churning all day. So something's yeah, not there's working. There's an issue. Yeah, there's, there's an issue. Some... Uh, has anybody seen Mission Impossible yet? Probably not. Right? That would be impossible. It hasn't been released. No, it was. Right? Yeah, it was last night. I thought. Last, last night, night. Yes. it opened up. The the Friday releases now yeah. almost always. They all try to sneak in that extra day. They all start on Thursday I now. Know. And so they had the 8, 10, 30, 12 o'clock showings last night. And uh, reviews are 97%. Wow. Critics love it. The critics love it. I, I haven't seen uh, the audience numbers on that, but the critics numbers are almost universal. Uh, that it's, it's a great movie. I mean, you went through the Tom Cruise movies yesterday, and I was listening as you were doing that, and I'm thinking, there's not a lot of bad ones in there. I mean, I, I like a lot of those movies. Right. Yes, there's a lot of that really guy good knocks ones. it out of the park, man. Usually he does. He he knows how to he knows how to do a crowd pleasing movie. Yes, he does. He rarely does he try to do something you know esoteric, and, or it, and, he, and he tries to pull it off. Some now, there's a couple Once of in a while. on that list that you go, Ooh, sure, Tom, you probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yes, but are you going to tell Tom Cruise when he comes to you with a movie idea or and says, you know, I really like to do this, Tom? No, I'm no, not telling him no. I'm not telling him no. No, you're, you just are not. I mean, you're glib if you tell him no. You're, you're glib, glib? Yeah, if you tell him a, no? Come on, now that was a Matt Lauer uh, situation when he was interviewing Tom Cruise back in the day. I'll find it for you. All right. And he got mad at Matt Lauer, and he called him glib. And it was a very awkward moment in television history. Worse than this one? Guys, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question. Mm-hmm. 
That's a, that was a good oh, question. You'll laugh. You'll <laughs> like it, funny man. Trust me. You'll like it. I do remember there was an uncomfortable too. interview with him. And uh, was that the one where he's not, that's not the one where he jumps on the couch that's to tell Oprah, Oprah right? Winfrey where yeah. he's in love yeah. with right. Katie, whatever. No, it's the was. one, but don't, don't they push him on, on the, the uh, Scientology yeah. thing? And the drug, nah, the it's something about the drugs. The drugs. Yeah. yeah, that's what drugs. the Scientology is. You're glib, says, Matt. Yeah. You're glib. Okay, I'm going to send it to you right now. That's the depression uh, yeah, talk from Scientology. Oh, that's when that was. Oh, the actress who was fighting that postpartum stuff. Anyway. I'll mess with this. I love Scientology. Do you now? Are you? Uh, I do. I love the. You have to say that because you are from Tampa. Oh man! And if you said anything oh, about man. him in Tampa, they man, they're all over. Their you. communications director had my cell phone number. <laughs> uh, we understand you were talking about us this morning. We'd like to come on and disavow. Um, um no. And if you said no, what would happen? Well. When you worked on a pretty good relationship, you were pretty okay because then they could call and, and <clears throat> complain and you know get it off their chest. And you mm-hmm. say, okay, I'll make sure you know I'll talk to them about it. So only once in a while are the big stories that you put them on, but you have to put them on every so often just to so keep it easy. Mm-hmm. It's okay, right? Take it easy. So Brooke Shields are talking about here in this interview. Here he is uh, with uh, Matt Lauer, and this is the glib thing of which you speak. Yes. All right. There is no such thing as a chemical imbalance. So in a body. Part of- depression to you is, is Matt, kind of a little don't. psychological goop, gobbledygook? No, no, I did not say that. I'm just asking, what you no, what would you no, call it? Abs- that Matt, that is, that post- Matt, now, Matt. now you're talking about two different things. But that's what she went on the no. antidepressant for. But what happens, the antidepressant, all it does is mask the problem. There's ways mm. of vitamins and through exercise and various things. I'm not saying that that isn't real. But but aren't there Matt. examples where it Matt. works? You're glib. You don't even know what Ritalin is. You're glib. You start talking you about chemical know. imbalance. You have to <laughs> evaluate and read the research papers on how they came up with these theories, Matt. You're glib, Matt. You're glib. <laughs> That's it was <laughs> awkward. Wow. He's you're, you're glib. You don't even know what this is. He's a strange cat. He is. Uh, he does great movies, but he's a strange cat. And that's one of the reasons he does great movies, right? I mean, uh, I, I don't know. It's tough to be. It's is tough that a to be, thing? Yeah, I think so. I think it is. If you're strange, you do better yeah, movies than yeah. if you're not. Absolutely. Wow, you should. You can make some box Absolutely. office you, classics. You, it takes, you know that that was that was the big deal with Brando, right? He he always he, uh, always, yeah. he always complained that he yeah. got into his part so much as that made him crazy because he didn't he couldn't get out of them like he used to when he was young. He used to get into his uh, parts and then be able to get out of them character. Right. And he couldn't do it as he got older, so it made him crazy. Well, that was the thing with uh, Heath. Ledger, yeah, remember he yeah. after he did the Joker, yeah, right. And he then, was messed up, and did he now? Did he commit suicide or was it, it a was drug a, overdose? I, think it was I don't an remember. Overdose. So yeah, so I guess you can go to a dark place and uh, and maybe have tough a tough to get out tough time yeah. coming back. Now I don't know if you know the kinds of characters that Tom Cruise is doing. Well, you, it, aren't those that, kind. that's when you need L. Ron Hubbard <laughs> and uh, is Dianetics. it mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's clear. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm with you on that. You the know, characters that Tom is doing really isn't uh, no. dark places. No, they're not dark places. <laughs> it, it wasn't that long when uh, the Scientologist uh, <clears throat> left some pamphlets out in our cars out in the parking lot here. Really? And they wanted you to come and uh, you didn't get one of these? No. And they, they said, hey, come and watch our film. It's like every hour, every two hours, whatever. It's just, come, it's just down the road here. You can come and watch our movie. Oh, I didn't know just that. Just watch a free flick. I would have gone. And I, okay, we're going. Because I thought, man, that made me fun. Let's go and do this. Of course, you might never be able to leave, mm-hmm. but uh, if you go with me, I will sit in that dark room with you. Jeffy. Oh, I'm all for those. Oh, people, yes. I've, I've, I've been to the, I've been to the, the Holy Land in Clearwater, man. I'm there. 
Have you been to the, the oh, place? Yeah. Let's they, do they this. Own almost Let's all do of this. Downtown Clearwater. Come on. Yeah. Field you know trip. I mean, they've been down there a lot. Yeah. Pat, you want to go? Uh, Pat, no. Let's go. Why not? <laughs> oh, it's going to be so no, fun. Thanks, thanks for the offer. It's I mean, a, I'm not going alone, so I'll go with the buddy system with Jeffy. We're totally oh, going your, to the Scientology. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, look. When we're discussing having to go behind <laughs> the closed doors at the Church of Scientology, <laughs> you're yes, my, my buddy. buddy. <laughs> okay. And who's the actress? What's her name that is, you know, doing the anti Scientology thing right now. Oh, yeah. She hates them. I mean, What's she's her big face? Time, yes. from, uh, is that from the Ray Romano uh, show? Oh, really? I don't know what you're talking about. Remini. Yeah. 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 Lee Remini. Lee Remini. Remini. Yeah. Okay. Remini. Weird. Remini. Yes. I didn't know I about mean, this. she's really on it. <laughs> yes, she is. And there's been several that have they tried that. Don't like her. They do not. <laughs> so, 888 900 More Pat Grand Leach coming up. Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, it's Pat, and thanks for listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. When you have some time, you should check out The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. I think you're going to really like it. You can find it wherever you download your favorite podcast. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, somebody wrote this interesting article comparing uh, rock bands to rap artists. Now, uh, the uh, it's Up Rocks, which is. Uh, I don't know. They're a news and entertainment website, kind of website. Yeah. And they kind of hedge this because they don't want to say anything offensive to anybody who might think anything about what they're saying about dad rock. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they explain the term dad rock. But now, that doesn't mean there's only one kind of dad. You might be a different kind of dad who loves rap music, but dad rock and the way it was meant in the beginning was that that's a classic rock era term for the people who liked classic rock bands. I mean, that's where we're and, at now. And that's where we are. We sure are. So they have to go through this whole machination of uh, explaining dad rock. <laughs> so now there's dad rap, right? Because Absolutely. Because rappers who started out really big uh, in the early 90s are now pushing 50. I mean, they could, they're getting up there in age. Jay-Z is 49 years old. Oh. So they are comparing rock bands to these rap artists. And they have compared Jay-Z to the Rolling Stones. That's good. A pretty good comparison. Both are legends. In their prime, they did it as well as anybody. But currently they exist as generic symbols for their respective genres. People see the Stones now because they have an important client in town who likes seeing rock shows from a nice seat in a luxury box. (laughs) Just don't ask them to name any track on Sticky Fingers that isn't Brown Sugar or Wild Horses. Jay-Z's like that for hip-hop. Yes, 444 was pretty good, but so is Voodoo Lounge. The part of his career in which he was merely okay is now much longer than the part where he was undeniably great. 
Interesting. That is interesting. So then, uh, so Jay-Z is comparable to the to Rolling the Stones. Stones. Okay. Eminem is the Eagles. Ooh. But, uh, I kind of feel he, bad for the Eagles there. But these that's guys, true. These guys will hate these comparisons. I know. I know. And really, it's complimentary to them. Because right. these are legendary bands. But these guys are not going to like it. Uh, Marshall Mathers, like Glenn Fry, is a Detroit native who works out his petty issues with witchy women who have lion eyes by making <laughs> absurdly popular stadium-filling rock jams. Later, when he sought a late-career boost on 2013's The Marshall Mathers LP2, he sampled Joe Walsh, a strategy that also worked for the Eagles when they hired Joe Walsh right before making their most popular album, 1977's Hotel California. Wow. Uh, Kanye West is David Bowie. Uh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's interesting because that, that's a good mm-hmm. comparison. Everybody likes Bowie now, but in his prime, he was a polarizing polymath yeah. and button-pushing contrarian who briefly flirted with fascist iconography in the mid-1970s. That's not the only thing he flirted with. What else did he flirt oh, with? Oh, stuff. What are you, what are you alleging Other people. <laughs> are you talking about the thing with him and Mick Jagger? I don't know what you're referring to It's now. interesting because the, the David Bowie-Mick Jagger rumor has been there forever. Yeah. It was just confirmed by... Probably, probably it was true. confirmed by, um, uh, wasn't it Jagger's I ex-wife? I can't tell if you're being serious. No, it was no, confirmed. It was confirmed. Okay, it was, it was confirmed. confirmed. And it was also, right. I mean, okay. he was, he yeah. was by uh, what's her face? Uh, what was Jagger's first? He wife? He was experimental was and, and going crazy anyway. Because I saw an interview where he talked about uh, uh, doing uh, doing heroin, mm-hmm. and uh, he was. In, and so we decided. I forget who he was living her? with at the time. Decided that we were going to go to uh, Berlin. And uh, mm-hmm. try to uh, create some some music, and Berlin was only the heroin capital of the world at the time. So he and he was like, so that really wasn't a good move. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these guys they didn't care, right? right? They didn't right. care about societal convention, nope. and they didn't, None of it. they didn't care about taboos. And certainly in the early seventies, that kind of stuff would have hurt their career. It would have, um, which is why they were going to Berlin. Yeah, and and that's why it didn't. You know, it was nothing more than a rumor, and nobody substantiated it until recently. When I think Bianca Jagger said, "Yeah, it, it's true," it was either Jagger or her name's not Jagger I anymore. But, the article, but yeah, um, it's we just, talked about it. She she, I, she walked in on him in bed. Oh, I mean, mm-hmm. so, couldn't help but wonder what the girls were doing. <laughs> they were uh, okay. So as far as dad rap, Drake is now Tom Petty. Oh, wow. See, that's interesting. That's, that's a pretty good comparison, that's funny. too. Drake is the rare rapper who makes sense in the context of the older Gen X stars and the SoundCloud kids. He's beefed. He has beefed with both Pusha T. I'm, I don't, don't look at me. I don't want to show my incredible whiteness and unhipness by saying I've never heard of Pusha T. Have Holy you, God. Have you? And the late... Uh, triple extension, extentation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That extentation. One. Sure, right. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait, wait a minute. Time out. Mm-hmm. I love how I you're have pretending. A, like uh, you yeah, I have a these. feeling that we're being kind of uh, silently <clears throat> mocked in the other room. I don't know if uh, there's somebody over there on the other side of the glass that might want to uh, weigh in, but uh, help us out on these yeah. rappers. Why don't you I jump mean, in here? Hmm? No? I make no apologies for not knowing rap. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Look at this. I never have. I know, but Look we're talking right about here. knowing a talent like Pusha T. <laughs> like Pusha T, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar mm. is Bruce Springsteen. Okay. 
Kendrick, like oh. Drake, seems too young to be considered dad rap. Then again, it's hard to imagine uh, one of these other rappers who's got a Jump in there, Sarah, anytime. straight winning a Pulitzer. <laughs> As the most revered rapper on the planet, Kendrick. Wow, is Kendrick the most revered rapper on the planet? Ooh, I don't know about that. He courts grown-up prestige where everything he says and does is freighted with so much meaning. The way people talk about Kendrick Lamar is reminiscent of how Bruce Springsteen was regarded back in the mid-80s with Born in the USA, blah, blah, blah. It, Springsteen is treated like that. Yes, like, he is. You're the boss of what? You're the boss of nothing. Shut up. I, I'm not a big Springsteen fan. I'm at not at all. Overrated. Never have been. Overrated. Completely overrated. And that Christmas song, crap. Ah! Uh, don't even get me started on Santa Claus is coming to town. I mean, I I will take can't the, hit a single note. Uh, in I will the song. take the anti-American anthem being played at Fourth of July any day of the week over mm, that Christmas song. I'm not sure I, I could go that, that far, but. Okay. But I hate them both. I hate them both. <laughs> but it's nice to have the Christmas song in the fill rotation. Uh, yeah, isn't it though? For Christmas time. Yeah. And it's it's great that people still pound it to death. But I what are you going to play? If you're, a, if you're a top 40 station, what are you going to play? You're not going to play the you uh, know the uh, Frank Sinatra and stuff. Uh, right. You're going to play Bruce The Singing Dogs. No, you're not going to. Why not the singing? And there's plenty of stations that do. They sing jingle do, bells, man. There's plenty of stations so that bad. do that. There's plenty of... There's plenty of uh, uh, Soft stations that start Christmas in November, man. Oh yeah, and they crank out the hits. They play them all, and I mean, they every, they find Christmas songs. The only ones they don't play are the. I haven't heard anybody play Soul Christmas yet. One of my favorite Christmas albums of all time. Soul, Soul Christmas. Soul Christmas by. It's all the all the different oh. uh, black artists. Oh okay. There's some uh, some you know mm. like I'm your backdoor Santa. Okay. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't play those. Not my cup of tea for <laughs> Christmas music, perhaps. Um, pretty good. All right, so they go uh, with Pusha T, who we're all yeah. oh, immensely. Fans, fans. Don't even feet. think that I'm really doing, man. Because I mean, you're acting like you don't know. Pusha T is Lou Reed, okay? Uh, a cult level artist revered by his peers, obsessed with writing songs about drugs. Uh, yeah, and Lou was the guy that I was thinking of that was with Bowie, uh, doing Lou the heroin Reed? in Berlin. Yeah, okay, Berlin story. Yeah. Uh, Nas, they say, N-A-S, Nas, is Pearl Jam. Nas. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Thanks, James. I knew that. I knew that. Why were you doing Nas. that, then? Why'd you say it like that? I just wanted to see if anybody was paying attention well, apparently and controlling. So. <laughs> and they uh, were. Good. Hear me out. A classic debut uh, that overshadows everything else in the catalog, though hardcore fans will argue that the second album is actually much better. If you were alive in the mid-1990s, you probably overrate this album. Yeah. If you were born after the 90s, you probably enjoy annoying older people by insisting that this album is boring. Uh, then we get to The Roots. Isn't that the, that's the band, the stage band for uh, uh, the guy, somebody, right? Who? Late night guy. Jimmy, oh, Tony, Jimmy okay. Fallon. Yeah, it's Jimmy Fallon's uh, band. The Roots are Wilco. Sorry, but... I don't know who Wilco is. I, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was in music radio for, you know, the better part they of 30 mainstream. years. They were mainstream. They were college radio. Wilco. That's why I felt Wilco. When, when, when you and I, Pat, were talking about this earlier, I tried to remember who Wilco was because I feel like I, I was like, oh, I, I've heard, I think I've heard of them before, but maybe if I see some of their songs, <laughs> it'll bring back a memory of Wilco because I so have we no memory up. of Wilco. No memory of there any of their songs either. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I haven't played the greatness hit called Jesus, etc. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> and uh, man, was that good. Yeah. See, Wilco had no hits. Wilco was That's not true. a band anybody knows. They never got any mainstream success, but they no. have good albums. They do. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll take I mean, they got which one, one do you own? Well, I mean, Summer Teeth got to number five in Norway. I mean that. Album. Yeah, that's that's oh. what I figured. In, in Europe, they probably <laughs> and had that is literally years. the the other highest thirty uh, eighth in Britain uh, in that album, seventy eight in America, and that that's right about their peak. They even broke the top. Yankee Hotel Foxtrot was really those two albums were their big ones. Outcast is the Beatles. Uh, it's impossible to reach a certain saturation level where it seems like so many people believe that you're the best at what you do that it actually becomes a little annoying. Outcast hit that mark around the time of Hey Ya. Oh, well, I think for all of us, we, yes. the, you know, the Hey Ya yeah, time period. That's was was probably one of the first songs I downloaded, actually. Whereas the Beatles hit it around Revolver. Then John Lennon provoked a backlash by comparing his band to Jesus. <laughs> Later, he left the music business to bake bread and be a father. Which is basically what Andre 3000 has done yeah. since Outcast broke up. Yeah. And we've been saying, how many times have we said, what, where is, is Andre, Andre 3000? Yeah. Is Andre 3000 done I mean, resting like and he's going to come back and do some more great stuff? What is he doing? Just baking bread for his kids? What? If, if I've said that once, huh. you know. Um, <laughs> the Beastie Boys are Led Zeppelin. Both, that's, that, that's okay. That's I know. good. That's I know, a that good. That's a bad. That really is. Both were initially reviled critically for making horny, bombastic trash (laughs) and then celebrated for creating some of the most sonically pleasurable albums in the history of the genre. What ultimately unites these two is an undying love for John Bonham drum breaks. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Okay. Well, the Beastie Boys, that song that they did, the... uh, uh, Walk This Way, the mm-hmm. Aerosmith song. Yeah. Groundbreaking. That was what, 1985 or 6? A long time ago. They have been around a yeah. long time. Yeah. That, no long kidding. time. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Tribe Called Quest is the Kinks. Hmm. This is the We Were Never the Biggest Band, but anyone who cares about our genre thinks we're the best. Yeah. Lane. That's for sure. Kinks. The yeah. Kinks have fans Kinks like that, that for sure. I was forced with that with a couple of Kinks fans in my life. Wu Tang Clan is Crosby, Stills, and Nash. <laughs> wow, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. I bet they love being compared to them. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Run DMC was Walk This Way with Aerosmith. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Not thanks, the Chance. Boys. The Beastie Boys yeah. were. Uh, um, well, they were... Fight for your right to party. Yeah, that, that entire album, Licensed to Ill, that had one big hit after another. Licensed to Ill. That was... What a classic every kid, title. Every kid had right. that album, that cassette tape. I'm pissed back in the that day. I confused the Beastie Boys Are you on now? DMC. That, I mean, just, that bothers me. Did it me. ruin the perfect day, Pat? It did. It did. This was headed that direction. Now it's off the rails. Mm. Uh, the Fugies are... <laughs> the, wait, I'm sorry? Fugies? Fugies? Is, it's right? not Fugees. Is, is it? it not? No, it's a Fugees. See, now I'm old. Can we get somebody in the control room? Come on, Sarah. Fugees. Okay, it's definitely Fugees. I win something. No way. What do I win? Okay. They're, Fleet, they're Fleetwood <laughs> Mac because Ooh. the article says that's self-explanatory. Okay. <laughs> not to me. Uh, Tupac <laughs> is Jim Morrison. Yeah. Nobody well, wanted to believe comparison. that either of these guys were dead after they died, even if it made complete sense that they passed on at a tragically young age. Hmm. In the afterlife, they inspired cults that romanticized their every thought, <laughs> yeah. word, and deed. That's they for sure. sure. They sure have. Jeffy's sure. going to inspire a cult. Making their iconic status seem 
overbearing at best and slightly ridiculous at worst to subsequent generations. But you can't take away their respective signature achievements. Writing great driving songs about Los Angeles. I actually hated the Doors. I, I do. I like, I like Morrison. Bad band. Nah. Really? Nah, Say bad band? I don't like him. I don't like him. That's Triple eight. Because they were about life, You don't like that. No, I don't. He's I don't clean. Like I mean, yeah. but wait, the Mean mm-hmm. Streets. I thought you would be able to identify. I, you know, no, I guess not. Huh. I guess not. <laughs> That's where you grew up. Uh, losing weight and keeping it off can be a struggle. And, you know, after you hit a certain age, like three, it gets even tougher. <laughs> <laughs> so if you've been struggling to lose the extra weight and you just can't seem to do it, or if you can do it, and then it just comes right back, and then you do it again, and it comes back again, get off that roller coaster. Try Riduzone. It could help you get through this. Riduzone is a safe, natural, FDA-acknowledged dietary supplement. Um, what I love about it is it's not full of chemicals and things that you don't know what they are. It's It's natural. They've taken the good stuff in olive oil and created this patented product containing OEA. OEA is is known to boost metabolism, and it helps to reduce your appetite. So with between those two things, you're going to lose weight. So try Riduzone today. Order it at Riduzone.com. Enter the promo code PAT. You'll get 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com, promo code PAT, for 30% off a three-month supply. R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Riduzone.com. Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and it Pat unleashed on Twitter from Nick in Detroit. The problem with these record temps is that the climate catastrophists, catastrophists, thank you, are engaged in the equivalent of a child holding a thermometer next to a light bulb. <laughs> yeah, they. It's it's a pretty well known trick that they purposely put the uh, measuring element. Near the hottest place they can find. Yeah, like tar roofs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snarky McSnarkface says, if you get winded walking to your mailbox, Keith, you could just ride your lawnmower down to the box and oh, back. That's, just a thought. That's cute. If, if if it would actually work, I might try that sometime. You have a riding mower? It's not working now? I have both. I have, mm, uh, I have okay. a push mower that uh, has the engine about to fly off. Oh, good. And I have a riding one that uh, you have to drive straight. Because if you turn, then the uh-huh. wheel gets stuck and you have to get off. It's a fun adventure mowing my lawn, which, Tough which, life. which should Tough take an hour. Yes. It takes about 20. Difficult, difficult life. A couple days. You know. What's that? I don't Jeffy? know if you know this, but there are companies. <laughs> and there are companies that are all over the Metroplex mm-hmm. and really all over America, but specifically here in the Metroplex where we live. Too cheap. They come right to your house. Too cheap. They're done in about 20 minutes. Your lawn cheap. mowed, bushes trimmed, when did, everything's edged. When did edging. that service Walks start? Up, they, they, it's, the sidewalks wow. are clean. The driveways too are clean. Cheap. Everything huh. is edged. And then they leave. I'm too cheap. And all they expect <laughs> is a couple of bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. So you had me thing. until they expected to be paid for this? I don't know, but you might. You, I don't know. 
the mm. gasoline that you use in those lawnmowers Too that cheap. you say don't work right, your time invested in trying to fix them, your time in going out and trying to turn a stuck wheel what on a you? riding lawnmower for three hours instead of not having to worry about it might be worth something. What are you doing this weekend? I'm in my home. It's You're not coming be too over? Hot out. You don't want to come no. over and earn some bucks No, or I do something? not. No. kidding me? No American will do that job. <laughs> <laughs> you found the thank one, you, you, found the uh, one that uh, thank you my That's friend me. as a person who uh this from mama uh, as a person who quilts beautiful blankets and wall hangings i am highly offended by the term quilt bag <laughs> <laughs> how dare the lgbt plus plus community take our term where do i file my complaint That's you a just good did. One. yeah it is it is a good one i bet you they don't care <clears throat> they of course they don't but quilt bag what i'm trying to figure out is is that in addition to LGBTQQ2? Oh, it doesn't just replace it? It's like all encompassing. Or does it replace it? Yeah, it's the whole thing. Though. I'm not really positive on that because there are some there are some things in the term quilt bag that aren't contained, uh, like the two. Mm. Although last night on the news and why it matters, we did add the two to it. It's quilt bag squared. I think we did quilt bag. V2. Hmm. Quilt bag vegetarian or vegan. Quilt bag vegan and then the two spirit. The two thing. Yeah. The two for the two spirit. Two spirit. Gotta have that. <laughs> right. Boy, I'm not gonna that. judge that. No. Well, how could you? I couldn't not. Why would you? Could was that specifically on the news why it matters or was that the after show that you could only get on the podcast? I don't remember. Where can I you get the remember. podcast, Jeffy? You can find it anywhere the podcasts are available. Oh, for the news and why it matters as That's well as correct. Pat Unleash? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> This is kind of interesting. Breaking news. CBS is uh, the head of CBS, Les Moonves, mm. reportedly accused of sexual misconduct in an impending New Yorker report. <sighs> Bye-bye to Les. It's been nice knowing you. He's on his way out. I mean, you know, he? there's no way you can survive that, is there? Well. Is there any way to survive? Even the Just the accusation is enough. And goodbye. You're well, done. We, you know, look, we had Seacrest. Won his oh, see, Chris kind of did win, didn't and he? Chris Hardwick. I have a That's story true. here. I have a story here that I was going to do in chewing true. of Chris Hardwick from AMC. Remember, he got into a big deal about his girlfriend posting that big long medium piece about his, uh, you know, his treating her like crap, and it was a boyfriend girlfriend, and then he left her and got married again and did the whole thing. AMC uh, suspended him, mm-hmm. took him off of Talking Dead. Took him off. Took him off of uh, Chris Hardwick uh, talking. So he was the guy who was the co-host of Talking Dead. Yeah, he uh, was the host of Talking Dead. Okay. after after Walking Dead, yes. right? And he okay. did. He did. And he had other shows on. Uh, Is he still on? Well, they suspended him. Just effective coming. He's coming back. AMC did their investigation. Found did the whole word. Wow. Uh, come back, Chris. It's all good. Wow. That's great. Right. But I'm just saying, in the beginning, instead of, well, we're going to, let's, let's take a step back. It's mm-hmm. suspend them, get rid of them, get them mm-hmm. off the air. And then it's like, well, you know, we looked into it and um, nothing. Know, it's, it's really nothing. Uh, so far, CBS has declined to comment. The, a spokesperson for The New Yorker says, we don't comment on pieces we haven't published yet. Sources with knowledge of the article say it delves into the broader culture. At CBS and will publish later today on the magazine's website. Allegations are said in part to involve instances of unwanted kissing and touching oh God. that occurred more than 20 years ago. 
Oh, no. Yeah. Come on now. Jeez, man. Uh, and it didn't matter 20 years ago, Jeff. Um, so CBS issued a statement. All, alleg- all allegations of personal misconduct are to be taken seriously. The independent directors of CBS have committed to investigating claims that violate the company's clear policies in that regard. Upon the conclusion of that investigation, which involves recently reported allegations to go back several decades, the board will promptly review the findings and take appropriate action. Blah, 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 <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> uh, but these are tough. I mean, once you're accused, you're usually done. Ooh. And there are a couple of exceptions. And I think Ryan Seacrest might be the best exception. He, he fought against that pretty hard. So look, no, no, absolutely not true. Absolutely not true. Yeah, and I, you know, and I know that uh, you know you are uh, you know you were not a fan of Chris Hardwick, but he did. He came back out and said, "Look, we were in a relationship. It was a boyfriend girlfriend. You know, she had her problems. I had my problems, but it was uh, just a relationship thing. And uh, none of that, you know, those accusations of of him being mm-hmm. a bad guy and all this. It was just like we were boyfriend girlfriend." That she makes it just, tough, and she, you know, I I personally think she That's was tough. mad that, uh, you know, after as soon as soon after he broke up with her, then he fell in love with the Hearst girl. Oh, okay. And it was like uh, then they was married, and everything was all happy, happy. All right, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust dot com. Um, if you're looking for a realtor, we'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. We've got over twelve hundred of these agents spread across America, and they're rigorously qualified based on what kind of people they are, you know, the experience they have, what results they get, what's their marketing plan. And I really love this about them. They're all fans of the show. So you've got that in common with them. You know you're going to have that to begin with as as a foundation, as a basis. If you need to sell your house, you want it to sell really fast, and you want to get the most money you possibly can out of it. Let our agents... Uh, let our agents earn your business and your trust. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. It's time to chew the fat with Jeffy. Happy Friday. The it didn't sound very happy oh, when, no, you was, actually, am, when you said that. I'm, I'm happy, happy, Friday. happy Friday. It's happy to be here. It's a problem. Well, right now I, I'm a little uncomfortable. It's a little warm in here. Is that why you're I'm sweating very, like a pig? Yes. <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe it's so hot in here. <laughs> uh, seriously. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you I love you. I, that's why I took I mean, my shirt off. That's I mean, why I'm going to take everything off here in a second. Oh, no, it's going to be a no. treat for the I mean, I have TV underwear. audience. I have oh, on. honey, no. I got underwear on. Boy, you're making it better. <laughs> it's not like I'm going to be naked. Uh, okay. <laughs> and by the way, don't think I've forgotten the pledge. If BYU oh, starts please. five and zero this year, you're going to eat my underwear. I that can't wait for that day, man. That's. 
Pat Gray? The, the day. Pat Gray. The day of days. <laughs> if making your life happier, mm-hmm. thinking about the possibility does. of me eating your underwear. It makes me very happy. Makes you happy? It does. Bless your heart. <laughs> because there is not a chance. <laughs> yes, there is. There is not a chance. Yes, there is. That will that be. BYU yes. is 5-0. and oh Yes, at there the is. Beginning of, this, no way. This would be so sweet. It would be so epic if they did start off 5-0. and oh, But boy. It's going to break your heart when they lose in November Thank to UMass. You. And you. I, I don't even want to talk to you. <laughs> to losing to UMass. They're not thing. losing to UMass. No, no, even I'm not, not going that Thank far. Thank you. <laughs> even I'm not going that far. But did they Thank win you. last year? Uh, yeah, UMass, I believe, beat uh, BYU. Oh, I forgot. Uh, you know, I forgot. Right? I, last year, they, did, really? they didn't field a team last year. That's so what I, I don't they even know play, what you're talking they? about. No, they didn't play. Yeah. Actually, didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I guess I, I guess I just uh, imagined. But that anyway, way. that having been said, there's just. Mm. I mean, I'm not going as far as saying they're going to lose to UMass. But thank you for again, that. Again, you keep there's forgetting the no word again. Way if they lose they to UMass, shut down the program. Okay, but they did. cancel football. <laughs> but see, they did at BYU already. I know, but it's two two years in a row they were struggling. Yeah, they sorry. were struggling. Yeah, last year is an anomaly. I hope we'll see, but. I mean, I, it's got to be an anomaly. I hope you're right because mm-hmm. you turned me into such a fan, mm-hmm. and then I felt like I was uh, railroaded, like kicked. Yeah, it was. Bad. And it was, I mean, and that, and I know that that's even not as bad as how you felt mm-hmm. uh, about the season. So now you don't like them, but uh, I, mean, I want to be a fan. I want to mm-hmm. enjoy them. Like you want to be a fair know, weather pets. fan, is what no, you're asking. No, me. I don't want to be a fair weather fan. I just you know uh, look. Part of the enjoyment, part of the enjoyment of college football, mm-hmm. is liking teams with other people and watching the games and enjoying the 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 camaraderie. So mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Pat loves them. I'd be a fan. You're going to root for Nebraska now. You know, oh. <laughs> <laughs> although me. I should because you know, I mean, my dad went there. Yeah. And has, so I mean, so I should, what? but yeah, so no. we should. No. no, I'll root for Missouri. No. I just remember, I just remember Elvis driving to Lincoln when oh, they no. were recruiting him. One All right, I got it. It was an old regime. Let it go, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> he calls. He goes. Grandpa was right. There's nothing out here. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is what makes it beautiful. I'm right, right. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh, gorgeous. Okay. So makes Lincoln the biggest town in the state every Saturday. World's oldest person. Sad news has died. Uh, she was uh, 117 in Japan. Whoa. I know. Now you have the record. Uh, she died. I, well, it's, that has not been confirmed. <laughs> uh, Guinness will not confirm that. Okay. Because they have to cut you in half to cut your rings. <laughs> That's why. So. And there's not a saw sharp enough. <laughs> right. Cut through that. <laughs> so. 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 Uh, Guinness has not confirmed uh, the uh, new record holder, although they believe it's this uh, lady. Another lady in Japan. Uh, at 115. Oh. I know. Uh, the world's oldest man uh, celebrated his 113th birthday in Japan as well uh, this weekend. So the guy in Austin is, I guess he's the old, if I remember right, he's the oldest guy in the United States, the oldest man in the United States. And uh, I love the uh, the idea that uh, the average, you know, the life expectancy of uh, 87 uh, in a man's life and is in the world's top 10. According in Japan, but you know they have a new thing. I was just reading an, an article. The other I did day. not understand that statistic. I'm sorry. What's that? If you're in above, Japan, yeah. in, J- in Japan, yeah, your life expectancy is uh, 87. Wow, so that's the uh, life expectancy for men, right? In Japan. Women in America is 81, uh-huh. 76 for men in okay. America. Huh. Mm. But what is that? But they just did a study 
that talks about uh, Berkeley and uh, a the University of Rome did a study together. They tracked 4,000 residents of Italy, okay, who were aged 105 and older. 4,000. 105 and older in that Italy. That is fascinating. Okay. They found that the chances of survival for these longevity warriors plateaued once they made it to 105. So if you make it to 105, after that, it's like a 50-50 chance whether you're going to live or die. Your percentages are, are mm. great. They go up mm-hmm. to survival mm. after 105. Cause they, they, and they really haven't figured out you know, what causes that or why. But once you hit 105, you're pretty good. It's a hit or miss whether you're going to make it or not. Because most of the diseases, you've already bypassed all the sicknesses that are trying to wow. get you. Mm. And uh, you live, so they're using that as an opportunity for, you know, to expand the life of uh, a lot of people. Wow. I'm looking okay. forward to it. What do you mean looking forward to it? You mean you're looking back at it? I want more years. <laughs> <laughs> I want a lot more years. A lot more years. Uh, let's talk a little bit about tonight. Um, it could be What's the tonight? end of the world. Tonight is the end of the world? Yeah, um, there's blood moon. Before the football season starts? Yeah, I can't do this. Blood moon eclipse. Uh, it's going to be the longest in the century. Okay. Um, sad news here in the United States, though. Uh, yeah, you're not going to see it. Why not? Oh, uh, really? you got to be in Europe, Africa, Australia, or anywhere else in the Eastern Hemisphere. Ah. Ooh, I'm not going there. I know. I hmm. know. But, uh, I mean, I'm sure, you know, you'll be, Pat, you'll be all over Instagram and Twitter, so. Sure, yeah. right. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you going to be following along? Oh, of course. And commenting mm-hmm. as it goes on? Yep. Yeah, so you'll be there, no problem. So good luck. Uh, it's the longest eclipse of the century. What? And we know. don't get any of it? We don't get any of it. I don't care for that. But you can watch it live on the Weather Channel app. Okay. So yeah. Or on Instagram good with luck. Pat. We can watch good news. it. Right. At Pat Unleashed. Join it live. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a little known fact that wherever you are on the socials, um, just look for at Pat Unleashed, whether it's the mm-hmm. Facebook, the Twitter, or the Instagram. What's Pat the little known fact about? Yeah, at Pat Unleashed. It's like very uniform. So when you're surfing around, you just mm-hmm. type in, must I explain? Do you want me to spell it? What? It's no, Pat Unleashed, it. John. All right. Good. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Occupy Ice. Mm-hmm. They're some of my favorite people in the world. I, I, I am a fan of, of the people who want ice uh, just to shut it down. And uh, they're, they're really good people. <laughs> And if you know the Occupy Ice people in Portland, Oregon, now they actually closed that ice office indefinitely. Really? I mean, that crowd shut them down. Are yeah. You they were there for a long time. Yeah. I missed that. And now they're cleaning it up because uh, it's a biohazard. Yeah, they, they ran them all off. They left poop, garbage. They ran them all off. It was uh, disgusting. And I know I have, since I don't have my cover sheet, Christian, but I know we have one video from the television reporter that I'd like to show. Her little China 24 seconds. giving us access to what was the Occupy Ice PDX mm. camp. And as you can see here, there's lots of clothing. A lot of work being done, plenty of pallets. But keep in mind, a lot of this stuff is now going to be held for about 30 days. Portland police will have to sort through it and uh, store it to see if anyone claims it. That's unreal. They have to save it for 30 days. What? Uh, no. No. I'm saying throw no, it away I, now. You take it directly to the dump. And burn it. Sorry, you want it there. They can piece through their stuff at the dump. That's that's unbelievable. That is 
really unbelievable. Now, when they were when they first started cleaning up, they brought in the authorities, they brought in the homeland security, the federal troops, and the local police department, and the TriMet that she mentions, which is the public uh, the city transit system in Portland uh, that were taking care of a lot of that because they really have no there's no entity that pays for the occupy cleanup in cities mm-hmm. uh, you know I mean they had uh, they had neighbors talking about uh, uh, yeah, you know it was a little agonizing to get woken up with the bullhorn every morning and uh, you know the neighborhood smelling like poop <laughs> and that you uh, also you'll love this the uh, well as they were cleaning it up we have the video, and the protesters were still there. All of them were not gone at this time, and they were still chanting. Oh Tell me if you can figure out what she says, because I listened to it a bunch, and I can't. You go! You go home, and then they just scream. She was either screaming shame, or she was trying to get oh. the attention of a guy named Shane on the other side of the parking lot. Oh, okay. well, shame is probably shame. right, yeah. Yeah, good. I couldn't tell. Or Shane. I didn't know what she was saying. Shane, come here, Shane. You go home. Shane. And there's, I mean, we've seen, there's plenty of other videos to play where they're blocking people trying to come in and out of the ICE buildings. And uh, the officers, I I did appreciate one, and I, I don't have it for you to watch here, but I did appreciate the one where the people were blocking the entrance. Of the building and with with the gate and police were pushing them out of the way and they're crying like oh I'm hurt I'm hurt I'm hurt and people actually filming it going that's what you get when you're in the middle of the road I mean so there were actually people that were on ISIS side mm-hmm. uh, you know filming which was nice but I know we have a right to protest and that's a wonderful thing and it's a good thing from time to time. But do we have a right to just trash no. cities no, and no, trash no right. property Mm-mm. and just absolutely not? No, and they clearly didn't pick up. On, and the excuse is being used that well, they didn't have time. No, you pick up your stuff and you leave. That's all. When you're told you got to this deadline, you gather up your stuff and you take it home. You don't just leave crap everywhere. And literally, they left crap everywhere. It's despicable. It sure is. Uh, very sad news for McDonald's. Uh, they missed their quarterly uh, U.S. same-store sales estimates for the first time in the last two years. Oh, no. I know. Oh, no. I know. I don't think, and I you know, I could be wrong, but I, I don't know that the poop and the salads stuff had an issue with that. Mm-hmm. Possible. Maybe. Maybe. I know they say that they're committed to their discount value menu. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'd be committed to that and get rid of the salads. What do you think? Just be who you're supposed to be? a thought uh good day for wendy's today if you want free chicken tenders follow them on twitter man they're going to give you the free code word you can go into wendy's for three chicken tenders with the code word pretty sweet and crispy cream uh doing their buy a dozen get a dozen for a dollar for their birthday today and in the story uh talking about uh, wendy's and uh crispy cream it also uh there's a side note story that i found fascinating asking would you eat mayo ice cream mayo? and my answer to that is no no mm-hmm. um, i'm not a big fan of mayonnaise anyway but no i would not eat mayo ice cream <laughs> and there's also a list in here of the bad food dinners uh, the new list of bad food dinners, and um, you know, like they they discourage you the the least healthy restaurant meals of 2018, 
And I'm looking at it going, I mean, I want each and every one of these right now. Mm-hmm. Number one, Cheesecake Factory's breakfast burrito, 2,730 calories. Two th- 2,700? AMC Theater's soft wow. pretzel, 1,920 calories. Oh, my gosh. Chili's Honey Chipotle Chicken Crispers on Waffles, <laughs> 2,510 calories. Uno Pizzeria and Grill's Deep Dish Buffalo Chicken Mac and Cheese, 2,320 calories. Cheesecake mm. Factory's Pizza that uses fried chicken instead of a crust, 1,870 calories. But this mm. one, this one I believe I, I will be having today. Uh, Shake Shack's Roadside Double Cheeseburger with Fries and a Shake. Yes, please. 2,240 calories. Best 2,200 calories you'll eat all day. <laughs> you are kidding. <laughs> I believe Shake Shack and I are getting together today. Shake Shack, incredible hamburgers and incredible uh, incredible fries. fries. And they're, the weak link in is Shake Shack is the shake, the yes. thing that they're named after. Yes. I don't get it. I, I don't, don't understand, understand it. either. I they, don't either, but they don't do a good we've given, there. Look, we've given you a pass mm-hmm. on the shakes, right? Because the burgers and the fries so are so good. good. <laughs> so good. I mean, I, I don't even put anything on their burger. I order it, uh, you know, with cheese, so and it's good. just plain, and it's so with the good. with the way they make the bun, yeah, and the cheese is melted perfectly on the burger. Delicious, with the, juicy with the burger, Shake Shack spices, Delicious. so good, and the fries. Oh my gosh, perfection! I can remember when we were in New York. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was uh, on the weekends, when I was living, I spent the summer in uh, Weehawken, New Jersey, which was right across the right across the river. Mm-hmm. And uh, I come, I'd, I'd come into the city just to go to Shake Shack on Saturdays. Oh yeah, because you had time to stand in line. Really, you're not yeah. you're not gonna not stand in line. And there was always a line at Shake so Shack. You, in you're New happy York. when you get to Shake Shack, and there's only like maybe five people sitting out the door. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. That's a quick one. No problem. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, it's so good. And it when is. they open that one up here in Dallas. It's just so far. It needs to be a little closer. Yeah, we need another. It? We need another. Uh, we need another location. Like I don't know, right here, in this building would be fine. Mm-hmm. That would be There's nice. Plenty of room. Little Shake Shack uh, outlet There's right here. Plenty of room. There's room in the front parking lot to get just build one. Would love that. That'd be great. Of course, actually, I wouldn't because I'd be another four hundred pounds heavier than this. So would another four hundred? Another four hundred. So you'd be what? Mm-hmm. Eight nine hundred pounds. Wow. Thousand. Something like that. Half a ton at least. Well, you know, it's not as bad as it seems. Um, (laughs) (laughs) When you have Shake Shack sitting in front of you, you're like, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, TV news, uh, Game of Thrones, uh, big news on Game of Thrones coming out uh, early next year. Oh, wow. uh, The first half, which is uh, good news for the Game of Thrones fans. I personally am, uh, it's about freaking time. Let's go. And it's only going to be six episodes. I'm so pissed. The whole season is six episodes? This is the final season. This is the final wrap, and it's six six episodes according to the according to HBO. That's kind of a ripoff. I mean... Six? But the series has been so good. How long has it been? Nine. This is, this is nine, I think. Wow. Wow. This is their final. This is their final season. I think this is nine, right? Nine or ten. But I watched, I watched them all. I... I, 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 I 
I was told you need to watch Game of Thrones. You need to watch Game of Thrones. So I knew that mm-hmm. I would really like it. So I didn't want to start watching it live mm-hmm. and then have to go back. Mm-hmm. So I just waited till uh, all the season, you know, till they were done up to this season, and uh, I just uh, I just went through them all. <laughs> they were so good. You just binged. They were How long did so it take you to good. get through the whole? They were so good. About what, three days. Not wish. I wish it took me. Uh, I think two or three weeks, maybe a month. Yeah. Month okay. tops. Yeah, because I mean, there's sadly there's other things I had to do. Really? I know you. Oh, well, I know. I did, Amber's like, Don't, you had to no, yeah, no. You, I'm watching huh. Game of Thrones. Weird. You feed the freaking kids. One of the things you got to do is mow my lawn. You coming over, right? No, no. Keith, there's you. a company. They pull right up. I'll give you the name of my company. They pull right up. They take care of it. Mm-hmm. Quick and easy. They're done. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah. They do a I don't fine even worry job. About it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't even worry about it. Uh, let me tell you about iTarget Pro. This is a system that has revolutionized uh, firearm training because you couldn't do it inside your house without you know killing anybody, which is a definite plus. Um, iTarget uses your actual gun and your smartphone, and then you just download their app, and you get a laser that you put into the gun in place of the bullet, and that detects exactly where your shots are landing on the target. It's really a cool system, and it's a lot of fun. And you become proficient with your firearm where it matters most, right there in your home. You can test out different angles. You could maximize your tactical advantage. And most importantly, you do it at all while you're getting used to your firearm. Right now, you can save 10% when you use the offer code PAT to purchase the iTarget Pro system. It's the letter I, then targetpro.com. Save money and time and take your skill to the next level with iTargetPro.com. That's iTargetPro.com. This is Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Oh, by the way, we should mention GDP growth was 4.1% in the last quarter. 4.1%. That's awesome. Now, some people were saying it might be 5.2 or higher. And obviously, that didn't come to fruition. But 4.1%, that's rolling along at a pretty good clip. Pretty good. Pretty darn good. Give it time. <clears throat> Give it time. Oh, well, for the tariffs to kick in. That's not going to be pleasant. Mm-mm, that's going to put a crimp in it. Dang. I don't know. Okay. We'll see. Right. We'll see. Well, also, uh, Facebook has suspended the personal profile of Alex Jones. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. What's wrong, Jeff? I, you know, this, the Facebook thing and the Twitter thing really kind of irritates me. You know, Facebook and Twitter are getting what they deserve. Yeah, they are. Uh, you know, the mm-hmm. whole, yeah. their whole thing, you know, we talked about it. Remember when Zuckerberg was in front of Congress? He should have told them to take a hike. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't have any, we don't take that. But he didn't, so it's his doing now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Twitter too. You know, Twitter made a big statement yesterday because everybody was all wound up about shadow banning. That Twitter was shadow banning people. Mm-hmm. Okay? So what that means is just the same thing as Facebook does. They decide who you see and who you don't. And what news? Right. So they made a big post last night saying, "There, we do not shadow ban officially." Okay. So they said we don't shadow ban, but in their report of what they do, they talk about uh, if we decide to tweet from someone you follow, uh, you know, isn't worthy, 
you may have to do work to find them, like go directly to their profile. Wait, that's what shadow banning is. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they are just, doing we're it. We're just not calling it shadow banning. Okay. It's ridiculous. It's like the death penalty. No, there's no death penalty. I mean, no death panel. There's just a panel that decides if you can get the treatment or right. not. Those aren't de- and, right. And you might go ahead and die afterwards. Oh, sure, it's possible. But that's, that's not, not a death, death panel. panel. That's a life panel. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going to call it. So we just don't call it that. Yeah. Because it's ridiculous. Right. So, you know what? It's just, I, I got, Alex deserves it, I guess, if in today's world. But, you know, it should be our choice whether we go and see his stuff or not. It should. Oh, uh, you know, not Facebook. But again, it's their service. So if they want to do this. And Twitter, too. And, and Twitter, too. Look, they're a private company. You want to shoot yourself in the foot? Go ahead. Hey, look, if you want to, if you want to, if you're pissed at Twitter and you want something better, go build one. Mm-hmm. It's all yours. I'll use it. Mm-hmm. You know, send it to me. I'll use it. But until then, it's their deal, right? Yep. But it's still just frustrating is all. Yep, it is. Are you out of stuff then for uh, chewing? Is that yeah, it? We can go That's on. all you got? We can go on. I talked about Game of Thrones this season eight. Right. We talked about uh, uh, Walking Dead coming up on season nine. It was finally announced that uh, Andrew. Oh, when, when does Walking Dead season nine start? October. Okay. October October twelfth. October seventh this year is the new. And season. does Fear the Walking Dead go Fear all the way up? In, yeah, Fear comes back in August. Uh, oh, okay. August twelfth. All right, and then that'll last until Walking Up Dead until comes back Dead on. Comes on. But it was all—it was just announced that uh, you know Andrew Lincoln, Rick is, bye-bye. No, yeah, this season, this is last season. No way, season nine. They can't do it without Rick. I know. Wow, I know. And Maggie might be gone because wow. she's already she's already signed a deal to do some uh, other other shows huh. with ABC. Uh-huh. And so she's like, I can't be. You know, she's not. She's off and on, in and out of the season. What else is Rick going to do? Because I, mean, I don't know. instantly identify I him know. with I, I, Walking I, Dead. I can't believe it. What else are you going to do? You're, I mean, I, you've done eight seasons of Walking Dead. I got it. You're tired of it. Yeah. But you want to do something it, else? But, I know. Come on. But look, this show's going to last. I mean, really, maybe another year after this, ten seasons. They yeah. wrap it up, uh-huh. move on, throw it, give it to Fear, and move on. Because right, they're not going. You're just not going to be able to do that. Though, right? hmm. Interesting. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Packer Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, it's Pat, and you're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. If you like what you're hearing on this show, then you should also check out the Glenn Beck program. Look for it wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-933-93. So, whose side are you on? Of course, this is a silly question because everybody's on Trump's side in the Trump Michael Cohen fiasco. I, I kind of feel like I need to be on Trump's side. Well, you do. You do have to. Because I kind of feel like I need to be on Trump's side. You've committed treason if you're not. Well, then I don't okay. want to commit treason. You don't want to commit treason. No, I do not. So, don't do it. Okay, then I'm on Trump's side. Okay. That bastard Cohen. Right? <laughs> traitor. Worst He's a ever. traitor. Right. Weasel. Liar. 
So now he's all of these things. Eight weeks ago, he's a good, honest <laughs> he's lawyer. He's a good guy. He's a good guy, a good, honest lawyer. Not anymore. <laughs> I know. I know. I love they're, it. They're all, they're all, you know, pushing their own dirt bags around. Mm. But the, I just kind of feel like we're at a place now, Pat, where, you know, look, Colin was this, was this good guy, right? He's the attorney. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Now we've got and we have people signing agreements saying uh, the you know hush money yeah well they signed an agreement people signing agreements paperwork saying they're I'll take your money and I won't say anything but now they're saying something and there's no retribution we've got attorney client privilege being being taken care of then mm-hmm. they're saying something no retribution mm-hmm. and it's just we're it's, I don't like being there I don't like uh-huh. being in places where yeah. you have some kind of deal that you're not supposed to talk but it's okay to talk now because we hate that guy so much. So you're talking Stormy Daniels. She was paid to keep quiet. She didn't keep quiet. Right. Yeah. I mean, it is. We had stories, you know, through the Me Too movement with the same thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, People that were paid money to keep quiet because they allegedly had uh, some sort of horrible act happen upon them. But they couldn't talk about it then, but they could take the money. But now that they've got the money and they're comfortable with that, now we can talk about it. Well, no, that wasn't the deal. Yeah. That wasn't as well. Yeah, and if you want to talk about it, don't take the money. Right. Yeah, it's, I, and, and it's a bad place. And we're all okay to be there? No, I don't think so. It's a bad place. And now um, we've got these, uh, and again, this is their business. Facebook can suspend profiles of anybody absolutely. they want. Absolutely. You, you don't have a right to go on Facebook. <laughs> there is no constitutional right to be on Facebook or Twitter, Wait, for that matter. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Is there uh, like a like a thirty first amendment or something? No, that the, there's only twenty seven amendments. So you know if it's the thirty first, it's, it's, it's not, not real. It's not real. Okay. Uh, so now they uh, Facebook has suspended the personal profile of Infowars founder Alex Jones. I don't like Alex Jones. I think that's pretty clear. However, uh, this is let us decide. Thank you. Let us decide. Uh, but Facebook isn't doing that now. No, and they've done that for a bunch of people. A bunch of people. And, and, you know, and eventually it's going to be somebody we do think is yep. legitimate and credible and all of that. Yep. There are people who think, Alex, he's not, but there are people who think he is, and that's going to piss them off. And worse than just suspending them, though, really, I think, and, and almost worse than suspending them, is, you know, even Glenn took a call today this morning from the guy in Ohio that has his Facebook page about his newspaper. He's the only news in this county. He's got like 5,000 people that likes his page. That's friend, friend of mine's page that want to get his content. But when he when he puts out content, only about five hundred people get his content. And Facebook says, "Oh, if you want like more people to reach, you can boost your post." But what happens? That's the kind of shadow banning thing. Right? Uh-huh. The, the forty five hundred other people say, "Boy, I haven't seen a post from Pat's newspaper in a while. I wonder if uh-huh. he's still there." So then you go to Pat's newspaper and go, "Wow, look at all this stuff I missed." Why am I not getting it? Right. Well, you're not getting you've been it because shadow banned. Facebook and Twitter have decided that you need to see something else rather than what you said you wanted to see. And they, and they can do that. They can manipulate that just with Absolutely. the algorithm, which they do. They just change the algorithm on you, and then instead of having fifty thousand people get your thing. You, 500 people get your thing. It sucks. It sure does. It it sucks. Also, Twitter uh, just, they just did this to one of our our, Etsy. Etsy. Oh, okay. This is Etsy. Okay. So Justin um, sent this to you, Keith. Yeah. Yeah. He He was trying, was he trying to sell a Washington Redskins keychain? Yeah. So I'll I'll let him explain, but basically he sent this to me through Twitter to say, hey, check this out. I got uh, something removed that I was trying to sell. 
All right. Because of an offensive term I used. And Justin is oh, called wow. in, uh, Justin in Pennsylvania. Let's talk to him now. Hey, Justin, you're on the blaze. Uh, tell us about this situation. Line one. Yeah, so hey. I started, uh, hello? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I started posting some stuff for sale on a website called Etsy. It's for mm-hmm. like right. yourselfers and crafters and stuff. And four hours of me posting that, it had, this is uh, for the WAS Redskins. Now, I don't know if it was their algorithm or somebody might have uh, reported me, but they said that the Redskins was considered a racial slur. There's a lot of Native Americans that didn't agree with it, and they don't want anything offensive on took it down. Right. Oh, my gosh. So a Washington Redskins keychain, and it is a Washington Redskins keychain, right? Yeah. yeah. So yep. Well, it's, it, it has their colors. Okay. It has their color scheme, but it's okay. not really licensed by them. All Which right. is why you called it a W-A-S Redskin. <laughs> yes. Thank <laughs> you. So you're skirting the corner as it is. Okay. And, <laughs> but they but they de- decided that you're not, you don't get to say the word Redskin in right. any context, I suppose. In any context at all. They will not put any of their merchandise up. They won't put their mascot up. They won't allow any of that on their website at all. Have you talked to an actual person from Etsy about this? or I emailed them back, said, look, I had some research. I looked at the HuffPo and the WAPO, and they both said that it's very, very limited, the amount of people that disagree with it. But even still, it's considered a racial slur. There has been uh, protest against it, so they won't allow anything on their website. <laughs> so ridiculous. There's protest against almost everything. <laughs> yeah, everything. There's pro- right? there's protest against the Constitution. Are they going to disallow that? I mean, that's madness. Right. It's just so ridiculous. Well, I mean, they did, right? Facebook did. With yeah. The newspaper that was printing it every day, right? Yeah. Yes. Amazing. So I don't know if I'm going to keep posting to them or not. I haven't decided yeah. yet. I'm looking for other outlets and sources to sell my goods on. Right. But. All right. Well, let us know if, if anything changes with this, Justin. Uh, appreciate it. Appreciate we'll it. Do. Whatever you do, don't get those verified by the NFL, though. <laughs> just, use, just use it on your own i love you for that <laughs> so etsy prohibits listings or items that contain racial slurs or terms that are derogatory to protected groups this includes but is not limited to items that feature the term redskin or the washington redskins logo or mascot wow listings that use the term redskin in their titles tags or descriptions <laughs> That is asinine. amazing. It's asinine. It's the name of a pro football team. And and a name, by the way, that 90% of Native Americans are not offended by. They don't care. Yeah, well. They you know, don't care. The 10% that do matter. Sorry, and we, we're going to be offended on behalf <laughs> right, of the I'm other like, 90%. They're not smart enough to be offended. <laughs> right. Uh, right. We've got an algorithm that says they're not smart enough to be offended. So we're going to be offended for them. It's painful. It sure is. We've gotten to a place that actually causes me physical pain now. <laughs> pretty close, man. Just, it really is pretty close to that. Oh, man. I mean, ridiculous. Ridiculous. All right. We were just talking about um, how, how uh, Michael Cohen is a liar now. Uh, here is Rudy Giuliani talking about the fact that he is that Michael Cohen it, it telling CNN's Chris Cuomo Michael Cohen is a proven liar here he is the man is a liar 
a proven liar. There's no way you're going to bring down the president of the United States on the testimony uncorroborated of a proven liar. And I, I, I guarantee you, this guy is a proven liar. <laughs> I hear what you're a saying. A year ago, I when I wasn't his saying. lawyer, people in your profession told me this guy will flip because he is an inherent pathological liar. <laughs> now, eight weeks ago, his tune was Michael Cohen is an honest Good lawyer. Do we know that for a fact? Was that was that was Rudy? Yeah. The, yes. I mean, I'm not. I, I'm yes. kind of joking because I was hoping that we actually had the video of uh, him saying nice things about we'll, Cohen. We'll find it. We got to find. We got to find the video because it would be because you can bet that all those guys they all talked each other up, thinking it was that he was that he was a good guy. Oh, Michael Cohen's well, fine. I'm sure they're probably a little surprised that he's flipped. I, I, I am too because I thought he was going to be pretty loyal. Um, but supposedly he got pissed off because uh, Trump didn't jump in and start defending him. Didn't say any. He, in fact, he didn't. He didn't criticize him either. But he just didn't say anything about him. And supposedly Cohen got uh, really offended got a by butt that. Hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. That's. I, I don't know if he wanted it to to be announced as uh, being pardoned for any future. Crimes or sins? I don't know if he wanted. Uh, I don't know what he wanted Trump to do, but apparently Trump didn't I do it. Don't know either. I mean, well, Trump was. Um, my outlook on that is that it's an attorney-client privilege thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, yep. how can he even say anything without having without having his law degree taken away, without his practicing his bar away from him? All of it. Well, I don't, I don't get how we can just let that happen. It doesn't. Well, because nothing matters anymore. Hmm. It just doesn't matter. Um, this is Giuliani on May 6th talking about No, I expect Cohen. that he is going to cooperate with him. I don't think they'll be happy with him because he doesn't have any incriminating evidence about the president or himself. The man is an honest, honorable lawyer. And- honest? Honorable, honorable lawyer. <laughs> and now what was it he just said? Can we see that again? He was an honest, honorable a, lawyer think, in May. But that's pretty much what but, he said here, right? But here he says what again? Maybe we could... The man is a liar, a proven <laughs> liar. There's no way Fantastic. you're going to bring down the president of the United States okay. on the testimony uncorroborated of a proven liar. <laughs> proven I, liar. Guarantee you, I guarantee you. Your, your, your profession. Liar. I hear what you're a saying. A year ago, I when I wasn't his lawyer, people yeah. in your profession told me okay. this guy will flip because he is an inherent pathological liar. A, a pathological uh, liar, which I think is the same thing as... As this? No, I expect that he is going to cooperate with him. I don't think they'll be happy with it because, uh-huh. because he doesn't have any incriminating evidence about the president or himself. Mm-hmm. The man is an honest, honorable lawyer. And- honest, See? honorable. <laughs> so good. Lawyer? They're so lawyer, close. family man. They were just like synonyms, I think, is what was happening there. Let me ask you this, so though. Close. Sure, it's different than what he just said yesterday. But how old were you in May? Oh, I gosh. know. <laughs> I mean, I know. <laughs> we're talking about a time... Almost prehistoric. Yeah. You know, I've had a Almost. birthday since then, so I mean, that See was like I mean? it's yeah. way back See there. See what I mean? We hadn't evolved exactly to what we're at today. Were there? Were was there food in May? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think food had been invented, Not invented yet. yet. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. We're excited to have Bomb Shot Lip Balm as a sponsor of this show. It's a great product. And everybody who has tried it absolutely loves it. They keep it with them wherever they go. And you can put it in your pocket. It's the kind of lip balm because the container uh, is strong. And it doesn't... 
the lip balm doesn't wind up a gooey mess in your pocket at the end of the day or in your purse at the end of the day. It's It stays solid. Uh, Wayne, the inventor and the founder of Bomb Shot Lip Balm, was really irritated and disgusted with the products that were available because they just didn't work. And so he went to work to try to create something, which he did. Created this great lip balm in this really cool container. It looks like a shotgun shell, so it's going to set off all the liberals in your life. And it's very sturdy, so it really works. And the lip balm is great. For Blaze listeners only, we've got a special offer for you. Go to bombshot.com, use the promo code PAT, and when you buy a two-pack, you'll get a third free. If you buy a four-pack, you'll get a fifth free. When you buy a six-pack, they'll throw in a free Bombshot logo baseball hat. Buy six, get the free hat, and you're going to get free shipping. Bombshot.com, promo code PAT, B-A-L-M-S-H-O-T.com, bombshot.com. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight, 900-3393. And it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, let's go to Robert in South Carolina. Hey, Robert, you're on the Blaze. Hey, Pat. Hey. Y'all have been talking, Glenn, and y'all have been talking this week uh, about Trump and all the... He's doing some good things, but things keep coming up with these women and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know y'all hear some people that would defend him if he shot somebody on Main Street. And I do believe there are people like that. <laughs> uh, I'm like y'all. I voted for Ted Cruz. I went to a rally in Fort Mill, South Carolina, when he came. Glenn was there. I got to shake hands with all of them. And, mm-hmm. and then he didn't win. I voted for an independent uh, castle. Somebody y'all had on his show during the primaries. Yeah. So I didn't even vote for Trump. And I was outraged that he won. And I had Cruz signs in my front yard. And my neighbors looked at me like I was crazy because there were <laughs> Democrats on either side of me. So I, it was hard to go in there. I was scared I was going to be attacked going in and out. But wow. anyway, what I wanted to tell you, though, believe it or not, I know you hear that from some but like where I am, a lot of people agree with me, Pat, like in our church parking lot, we're leaving or before or after, a lot of us be standing around talking in fellowship. And, and this comes up every time these women come forward and stuff. We believe it's true and all of this, and we cringe. We like the good things he's doing, mm-hmm. but believe me, we're outraged, and we don't know what to do, but he is doing much better than Hillary, you know, getting a lot of good things done. So yes. we're caught in the middle, and I just thought, you know, one thought I had, if I could be in charge and make a decision now, if Vice President Pence uh, had a chance to run and replace Trump, I would encourage that if he would do the type things Trump's doing, go after things, because I respect Pence. What, mm-hmm. what would you do if you were given that chance with Trump? What would you do knowing the good things he's doing? I mean, we're in a dilemma. What do you mm-hmm. do? Yeah, it's an excellent question that I don't know the answer to. Uh, appreciate the call and and thanks for the question, Robert. It's something I think about all the time. Um, we were just discussing this this at the at the dinner table the other night with my wife and, and my daughters, and I I'm it's I'm kind of stuck. I don't know what do you do now if it's between Trump and Hillary again in 2020. 
Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, you got to hope that Jim Gilmore's running then. Right? Oh yes, thank you, Jim Gilmore. You got to help. I mean, that's that's right. who I endorsed and who I was. Right, you were ahead of the curve. I yeah. to point out. Uh huh. Thank you. Uh huh. But I mean, if that's the case, that's who you have to vote for, right? I went third. <laughs> I went third party in 2016 too. Me too. I, I, I voted for a third party um, because I made the decision. It's between me and God. Right, and I my conscience has to be clear, and well, I'm not going to vote for a guy that I know is doing all of these things, who is bragged about doing all okay, these right. things. See all this stuff that's coming up, like you talked about that you know you hear about all these women and all this stuff going on. Okay, mm-hmm. that was baked in. Mm-hmm. This has all happened prior yes. to the presidency. Yeah. You knew it. Yeah, you knew it. The people that wanted him, all, this is what you get. Yeah, it was there. So it's not like that's and why when you say excuse, it though, doesn't matter now because. It, we are that's already in there of course we knew that the excuse though with uh people on the right is that all right well these things happened in the past yeah they're not happening already. now during his presidency correct that you know uh and has he repented for those things I don't know he, he said during the campaign he's never repented he's never asked for forgiveness for anything because no, he, does he doesn't he think does. he has to yeah, he does what he does yeah, he just does what he does. And let's make it clear. So I don't know. Just, it's tough. Just because you didn't vote for the man does mm-hmm. not equal rooting against him when he's the president of the United States. People still today... And we said that from the beginning. They yes, cannot get that through their head. I know. Nobody in this room, nobody in this building is rooting against Donald Trump. We want him to succeed. There's a lot of stuff he's doing that's great. Yeah. But well, I'm we've just, mentioned it a million and times. And I'm, ju- I'm just not necessarily going to vote for him. That's a, there's a big difference between voting and, and working against him. And, and, I, and if you can't see the two differences, I'm, I'm sorry. But, um, but it's a struggle. You know, right? I mean, that's what he was is. saying. That's mm-hmm. what he was saying. You it know, is a struggle. When he talks to... Yeah, you know, and I that, wasn't referring I totally to Rob. I know. But I'm referring to people on social media. I understand that. Like, but oh I'm just gosh. saying it's a struggle that, we, that many people are having. Look, mm-hmm. he's the president. He's doing great things, or at least appears to be. Some stuff is we don't like. Other stuff we do, just like every other president. But the the haters, mm. I mean, he look, Donald Trump, I was thinking about this the other day, and you may have even mentioned it. I mean, he has been investigated and is being investigated from every angle possible mm-hmm. from the bottom of his feet to the top of his head to the side of his body to the back of his butt there's nothing that isn't being investigated on donald trump so i think that if if the worst is him having an affair with a prime playboy bunny 20 years ago so be it it was 12 years ago but still i mean to me that's not okay uh, to me i know it's not but it's not okay you know you know and it's not okay that it was 12 years ago. Um, ah, Melania was busy. <laughs> yeah, having a baby. Yeah, she just. Well, had, what are you supposed to do? Wait for that a, to happen? Right, yeah. Please. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard. I, I know. It's really, really hard. Because uh, y- you want to do the right thing. You want to do the moral thing. You you want to do the thing that you can be okay with uh, and have your conscience rest easy. And it's important to me that it be somebody that I believe in. And I don't I don't subscribe to the well you wasted your vote theory. Well, no, I've got No, a, that was your vote. Yeah. That's my my vote is my vote and it's not between me and you and it's not about <laughs> Hillary. It's about me and my conscience. What, and what I want for the country. Mm-hmm. I thought this would be the best. And but, I will say this. Uh nobody on the right 
thought any of Clinton's affairs were okay. <laughs> Never. <laughs> it, it wasn't just Monica Lewinsky. It was all the way back to yeah. Jennifer Flowers, who he apparently had an affair with for yeah. 12 stinking years. I mean, at least with Monica, he was, was still working. He was at the, in the Oval. <laughs> right. Still taking care of, still <laughs> taking care of business. Multitasking. Right. <laughs> so uh, were all the affairs prior to Monica Lewinsky forgiven by the right because they didn't happen while he was in the office? No. 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 And the right hated his guts, yeah. but the same uh, the same principles aren't applied to this president. They're just not. No, they're not. It's completely different. No, now. they're not. It is completely absolutely different. Completely now. different. But not to me. It's not completely different to me. I I, mean, the, I don't understand I, the Trump phenomenon that changes everything for everybody. I don't get that. And it, and it works both ways. By the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it works both ways. You're, you're either, and that's where what Keith was, you know, your point about voting for Trump. If you didn't vote for him, you hate him. Mm-hmm. And if you uh, voted for him, you're the worst person on earth. No, and that's not true. I mean, either. it's both ways. Right, yes. I mean, no, no, I'm uh-huh. afraid that's not true. But, right. man, that's what, I mean, that's what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. We're seeing a, a big chunk of, of the of citizens. Uh, you didn't vote for Trump and you don't like uh, something he said, then you completely hate him and you're the worst person on earth. And if you voted for him at all, we don't matter. It doesn't matter whether you like everything he's done. If you think, if you think Donald Trump put on his shoe right today, we hate you and we're going to pound you to death. Yeah. It's agonizing. Yeah. Let, let me uh, go on the record and speak for myself and say that if you voted for Trump, I have absolutely nothing against you. If you voted for Hillary, you got problems. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what to do about 2020. I don't know. We'll it's going to be see. hard because they're not. It's going to be really hard because he's done some really good stuff. And look, he's, look, he's, who, there's no one, there's not going to be another person running against him of any worth. I don't know. Ben Sass might do it. I don't think Sass no will way. do it. I don't think so. Nope. Nobody, anybody no. that has any salt, nobody's going to run, run against, against the sitting him. president because they, they'll what lose is, the support of the party forever. And look what he did to everybody else. Well, it didn't hurt Ted Kennedy when he ran against Jimmy Carter. I mean, he became the lion of the Senate. Yeah. That, oh, that's the left. I'm sorry. They can yeah, get away with running. Right. Okay, my bad. You're right. Yeah. That's plus, different. plus, <laughs> Trump is uh, scorched earth policy anyway. Yeah, you're I mean, right. Care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to run against them? No, uh, no. <laughs> okay, so um, uh, you're right. <laughs> I think Ben Sass is a really viable candidate for 2024. Okay, I I, I'd, I hope he runs then. Uh, I think I don't know. Ted Cruz's time may have already come I've, and gone. I personally think that's true. May have oh, come and gone. I think so, huh? Oh yeah. Hmm. I mean, I think I love him as senator from mm-hmm. the great state of Texas. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and be senator for the next 20 years. Right. Or or not with Beto, <laughs> with the blue wave. Oh, the blue wave is coming. Man. The blue wave. I mean, there's still one sign in my to, neighborhood. We're up to 14 signs 14. and bumper stickers. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, hold on. I did see one driving in yesterday. I think we're up oh, to 15 did? statewide votes. Oh, uh, this, in the this, this is new information. I know. This is a different car. Or? Oh, and Ron saw producer Ron saw one. Oh, you know what? That's 15. Might be the same 16. car. I know. That's what I was saying. 16. Now. Let's round up. Let's just say he's got oh. at max. 16, 17, I mean, you're, We're drowning in the blue wave right now. Drowning. <laughs> it's a tsunami. Not just a wave. This is a blue tsunami. Wait a minute. That's already been taken by Elizabeth Warren. Triple, triple eight, <laughs> 900, More Pat Grandleash coming up. Pat Gray. 
the Blaze Radio Network. Here. Uh, is this from Lori D? Is she responsible for this? Apparently so. Uh, uh, she sent us milkshakes. Uh-huh. How awesome is that? Thank you, wow. Lori. Thank you. Uh-oh. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Wait Where are your a damn minute. What are you doing? Uh, no. Who brought these weapons of death? Yeah. Yeah. Who brought these instruments I refuse of genocide yeah, that's to let good. those land in a turtle's not nose? Not one or two. Yeah, 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 yeah. But four plastic oh. straws. Four straws. That's unacceptable. Somebody's going to jail today. Would you stop pointing Somebody. those just haphazardly like that? Somebody's going to freaking jail <laughs> Actually, today. I'd like to use one. Uh-huh. You don't mind. You're a terrible person. Can I have one You're as well, a please? genocidal maniac. Uh-huh. So are you. <laughs> Wait, I never use, use I never use the things. Oh. I never use them. Oh, look at you. Am, High and mighty doesn't mm-hmm. use them. I never use them. Mm-hmm. I drink right. What's your problem? You never use you. a straw. Mm-hmm. You're my problem. <laughs> yeah. You've heard that a lot, right? Uh, aside, though, no, the other, another problem other than... Yeah, there's... I don't Thank you, Lori D. Thank you. Uh, fantastic. Such a lifesaver. Awesome. Seriously. Oh, these are great. Mm-hmm. Is it... Are the burgers coming next? Or <laughs> did these just get delivered first? Or... <laughs> I only. I'm just asking. I'm just asking a question, just because you know. Look, these are tremendous and everything, but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what comes with these usually are burger and fries. Is all I'm saying. It's an incomplete meal. (laughs) I mean, you do have to notice that. (laughs) (laughs) Really good. I got to try this too because this this is uh, what strawberry. Yep, I got the Oreo mud pie going on. Are you using a straw? Did you just lie to me? Mm -hmm. Mm. Well, so somebody else can drink from it. Oh yeah, that wow, that's really good. Mm, this, this cookies are looking good too. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I guess and we're going sure to call it a day. Radio and, to watch uh, us drink this. So y'all have a good uh, have good, a good weekend, everybody. Drive safely, everybody. Lori D's on the phone now. Uh, Lori, <laughs> of course. Welcome to the Blaze, and and thank you so much. Uh, I love well, you. I'm, I'm flushing the toilet in honor of Jeffy mm. peeing on air because I'm <laughs> listening to you right now. Bag on me. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> no I just asked a question. No. Seriously? Just... <laughs> no. You uh, are such a, a quilt bag. <laughs> so I guess that means no to my to my question. Right. I mean, what's the answer? I mean, we no, gotta... I, well, I am I am just concerned about y'all down there in Texas because my mm-hmm. windows are open and oh. it's sixty seven uh, degrees. It's fifty seven. I don't need a milkshake to cool down today. Look at the camera, Lori. Wow. Look at the camera. <laughs> is I it, can't. I'm on the phone. Is it I'm really? On the phone. I can't. I'll replay it later. It's really 57? 50, 67. Oh, 67. Oh, 67. Okay. Still, that's you know 40 degrees uh-huh. colder than it is here. <laughs> yeah, we are. We live about a mile away from Puget Sound, so the marine layer comes nice. in and it cools everything down nicely. All right. So. Get off the phone. Yeah, really. I mean, what a jerk. And thank you. Yeah, thank you. For Appreciate the, it. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I wish we lived in a place that was 67 during the, you know, miserably hot summer for everybody else. But we had that kind of comfort. Oh, that'd be nice. Oh, that'd be nice. I mean, I love Texas. 
but the weather sucks. Yeah, and and it, this is much better down in Houston when you go a little bit south of here. Mm. You get out west Texas, so it's just kind of like this is Texas. That's yeah, it what is. You get. This is it. You get you you get what you get here. And the thing is, how did anybody move here before uh, air conditioning? I think of that all the time. Well. Those long walks to the mailbox, I think, man, how did they how'd they live here? They even, it wasn't I mean, as hot. If you're going through this area in 1837 uh, yeah. and you're thinking, wow, this is it's 184. Yeah, we can do something here. There are cockroaches the size of Volkswagens. Mm-hmm. Let's let's stop right here and build a city. Let's do this. Let's do this. <laughs> Why would you Man, I am marching right past this place. <laughs> nope. To be honest, if you're talking about those days, I'm still on the other side of uh, the Missouri River. Hmm. Uh, when, you know, you, you come up across the uh, maybe I get that far to St. Louis, maybe, and then I'm like, yeah. you know what? I'm not going any farther. Mm-hmm. It's been long enough and hard enough because mm-hmm. you go through those mountains out west, and even oh my even, gosh, yeah. even in Oklahoma and through Missouri mm-hmm. and through those states, I mean. Yeah. Those people were some amazing people. I know. No kidding. That wanted freedom and wanted their own land and wanted their own life. Mm-hmm. And they struggled for it. God bless their hearts, man. Yeah, because it was hard. It wasn't hopping in the Lexus and driving 80 miles and then saying, you know what? I'm tired. I'm going to, you know, this car is getting old. I'm going to go ahead and get a Mercedes. <laughs> finish up the trip. No, it wasn't any of that. <laughs> it was no. not any of that. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, you were lucky to maybe end up where you wanted to go with one mule. <laughs> just, uh, really true it, it just amazes me some days because i would like, i would have been a we're gonna cross the river here try to get across and then we're gonna go another eight months until we get to where we're going you know no. what i'm good right here yeah you know what no i'm not doing any of that it's a good idea you guys yeah, go no, on good ahead luck. but uh me luck. staying right here <laughs> triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three uh kind of an interesting story virgin galactic uh, just completed the third rocket-powered test flight of its VSS Unity space plane. Um, so they're one step closer now to taking their first customer into space. Nice. Uh, both, well, all three. Branson, I think, uh, obviously Musk, and there's somebody else. And they're all battling to uh, start these space tourism uh, ventures. Um. But after being released from under the wing of its carrier plane at 46,500 feet, the rocket motor kicked in for 42 seconds, and they were headed off at the speed of 2.4, Mach 2.5 almost. It was 2.47, so that's... A little distance. It depends on, on the conditions, but I think generally speaking, the speed of sound is 700 miles an hour, so Mach 2.47 would be 2.47 times the speed, so that's... 2,100 miles an hour, something like that. It's pretty fast. It's kind of fast. It's pretty fast. Um, and it got all the way up to an altitude of 170,800 feet, so 32 miles above the planet. Um, more than halfway to the line that marks the boundary between the upper atmosphere and outer space. And then it descended and landed safely back in the Mojave uh, Desert. So that's pretty cool. I mean, they're getting there. Yeah, they are. They're they're actually getting there. It was a new altitude record uh, for Virgin Galactic. The craft's first test flight was on April 5th, four years after the crash of another space plane, which claimed the life of the test pilot. 
So this is not it's not necessarily um, the safest way to go in the world. It's pretty what? adventurous what they're doing. So it's Elon Musk, <clears throat> Richard Branson from Virgin, and Jeff Bezos. Uh, Blue Origin. They're all Blue trying Origin. To, that's right. That's why I couldn't think of Blue Origin. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. trying to become the first people uh, to take tourists into space. And Bezos is the only one. Bezos is richer than all those guys, man. Yeah, oh, oh my gosh, by a lot. Um, about eight hundred people have bought tickets for a Virgin Galactic flight, according to Branson. Jeffy, did you get one yet? Eight hundred tick. Eight hundred no. people. How much? Do you know how much they are? No. What are they? What are they charging? Three, four, five mil? No. Three hundred thousand. Oh, you're going to think this is really cheap then. If that's what you thought. Two hundred and fifty thousand. What? Nice. Two hundred fifty thousand. Oh my gosh, that is cheap. Give me eight tickets. I mean, at only two fifty, that's I mean, easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going for two fifty. But I would just really, I would think that it, I figured at least a million, million five, something like that. Yeah, no, it's pretty cheap. So but for two hundred fifty thousand, I mean, that covers a lot of people. Yeah, it does. And he sold eight hundred of them already, and they can't even do it yet. Right. So, right. Plus, you're going to take a real risk. But it's two hundred fifty thousand. I mean, just like going Seven yeah, Eleven and buying a lottery ticket. But I think, you know, when you do this, you, you know, know there's a pretty good chance. I mean, there's a chance you don't live through it. Well, right? I don't know. I think, yes, but I think that that's almost like air travel, right? No. Yeah. It's a little beyond air travel. Eh, you go into space, you come back, big deal. <laughs> you go into space, uh, you, into space, you space, come, come back, back, big, big deal. deal. You're not going anywhere. That was a, it was a great Going into space, coming back, boring. Big. Is it? I'll give you a million. Take me somewhere. Where do you want to go? <laughs> I don't know. Just I, don't, I want to do something more than go into space and come back. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. So here's the deal. You give us a million dollars and we get to just take you wherever we hey, want to take you? Want to go. Just, I just don't want to go into space oh, and come there's back. There's a field right somewhere. over here behind the studio. <laughs> we could take him there and we'll pocket a million dollars. I mean, what would what would a trip to Mars cost? I know. That would be, you know, you got to be talking millions or tens of millions yeah. for that. But that's a... That's over a year project because it's six months yeah. there, and then however long you're there, you're there, and then, and then you six come months back. back. So uh, you have made quite a commitment. You aren't kidding. In time, and you know a big risk that you might not That'd make it back of your life. Yeah. So, but I mean, if you if you really want to, and I know there's people on this planet who want to do it enough to to take that risk. I'm just not sure I'd be one of them. I might. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. You know who would be a big fan of it is my wife. Really? Yeah. She, She'd want to go to she space? And my kids need to go. <laughs> no, I think you have that wrong. Really? I think, I think your wife would be a big fan of you going. I was just, I'm just thinking out loud. You're thinking out loud. I'm just thinking out loud. The, your kids and your wife need to go. Well, because they're, they're such fans of space. Are they? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's really considerate. Though. That's what I'm Thank you. But what if something would happen to them? It would be horrible. Yeah. You, you'd... I don't know how I'd get by. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, I'm feeling that from you. Yeah, definitely feeling that. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray unleashed coming up in a second. Uh, but let me tell you about Brickhouse Nutrition. It doesn't include milkshakes. <laughs> uh, Not even this cookies and cream. No. Oh, there we go. Huh. No. Um, and you know, based on the fact that I just drank this milkshake while on the air. <laughs> Might give you a clue that I'm not exactly a health food nut, mm-hmm. uh, so not getting a lot of vegetables in my diet until uh, Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. 
Uh, every scoop of this is a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables, prebiotic, probiotic, it boosts your immune system. There's antioxidant power in it. All you do is take a scoop of it and put it into eight ounces of water or whatever drink you like. It sweetens the drink. It tastes great. It's really easy, and you're done. And then you get that those good, healthy vegetables in your diet, and eventually you're going to lead to a healthier lifestyle for you. You just have more energy during the day, maybe less doctor visits. Maybe you save on uh, insurance. Go to BrickHousePat.com. Try Field of Greens today. Get 10% off a month's supply when you use the offer code PAT. It's BrickHousePat.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. So, what'd you think of the uh, Roseanne apology last night? You know, I watched. Uh, I watched it, and uh, you know, I like Roseanne. I've been a fan of hers for a long time, and I wish they had to fired her. You know, I was okay with her continuing her show, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, eh, I don't know. It was first uh, she went on Sean Hannity. <clears throat> yeah. Did I tell you about the Egyptian <laughs> zoo? <laughs> Is there an end to that? No, I just, just, just gonna, first I, I just went, she on, went on saying Sean Hannity, Hannity, and then I was going to go. Yeah, into it was just a natural break in the story, Pat. Story. What are you doing here, man? Okay, all right. Do you have some audio that you liked? Yeah, or? I was going to. I was going to play some of the audio from the apology last night. Tonight, a U.S. city man says, yeah, "Except that's not it." Oh. Valerie, let's discuss this. Don't assume that you know what I meant, because I think you don't know what I meant. And I would like to make it clearer to you what I did mean. And I would like to find a way past all that to really discuss the issue at hand and to try to find common ground between us. I'm so sorry that you thought I was racist and that you thought mm -hmm. that my um, tweet was racist because it wasn't. It was political. And um, I'm sorry for the misunderstanding that caused my ill-worded tweet and uh you know i uh i'm sorry that you feel harmed and hurt and I, I never meant that and and for that i apologize i i you never meant to hurt anybody or say anything negative about mm-hmm. a, an entire race of people which i think right. 30 years of my work can attest to okay and I believe right. that. Yeah. yeah, I believe it. Mm-hmm. And she also talked about uh, you know work, running with the Socialist Party and then expanding herself, and be, now she's more down the middle. So I mean, she talked about all that. I, you know, <clears> I buy it. And look, seriously, it, when the news broke that uh, you know that we were all mad about Valerie Jarrett, uh, the comment about very Valerie Jarrett that was so racist. I mean, I kind of felt like Roseanne. I I don't know that I realized that. She, you know, I, I don't. I didn't remember that she was uh, considered an African American or a Black American. So, I mean, I, I guess you, you got to. You take didn't know it. Valerie Jarrett was black. No, I don't think so. I, I thought she was. Really? Uh, no, I thought she was Iranian. Okay. Okay. That's not. I mean, no joke. I, I, she was born in Iran. I knew that. Mm-hmm. And so I figured that's you know an Iranian American or whatever. I mean, I didn't. I didn't realize that she was black. I think her. And now I looked it up because one of her parents were right. 
Her dad or her mom? Uh, I mean, one of, um, either one of those two. She didn't have three parents. She only had two. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, weird. Mm, that is but. weird. <laughs> yeah, she was born in Iran. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because her dad was that, her dad was a university guy. That's and that's mm-hmm. the guy. He was the he was the African American. I think. I think. Okay. But anyway, no, I didn't realize that. I really didn't. Mm-hmm. All right. So I, you know, okay, I got to it, and mm-hmm. she's paid the price now. I mean, she. It was, took out the fire, and she said it was okay for them to do the remake show if they wanted, which I don't think they will now. I don't think ABC will do that now. I don't think it'll be worth. It won't be worth anything without Roseanne. You know the Connors. I thought they were going. I thought they did decide to go forward with that. And project. I think that they pulled the plug on that. Oh, they did. I think so. I, they decided to do the then... Connors, and then I think I thought they pulled the plug on it. Huh? Uh, not that I hadn't heard. I, that I part. know that they decided to do it, but I I thought I saw a headline where they decided to pull the plug on that. Mm. All right. um, and, and maybe maybe not. So I mean, the Connors. You know, she said it was okay. All that inf- all that you know all that proprietary stuff was hers. So you know, <clears> she's <throat> letting them do that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Do we, you know, it's, I'm sad. She shouldn't have lost her job. We should have been up to us. But we've gone over that with Facebook and Twitter again. Yeah, it's just a, you know somebody getting fired for a tweet. I don't think should happen. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. I mean, that's where we I don't are care now. What but you say it shouldn't happen. I don't care what does. you say. Mm-hmm. I don't care how bad it is, how evil it is. You shouldn't be fired for a tweet. <clears throat> yeah, uh, but that's you know people do not feel that way today. <laughs> no, they don't. So I'm against the grain there. I get it. You know, we were talking about uh, Tom Cruise uh, earlier, and I forgot that I had this picture. So I got sent this picture. Uh, and it's a it's a meme that's going around on uh, on, uh, on the socials of uh, Tom Cruise mm-hmm. uh, and Kelly McGillis back in uh, Top Gun days, and then Tom Cruise and Kelly McGillis today in 2018. Oh, this is going to be you fun. can't tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, if you're watching on Blaze Television, oh. you cannot tell the difference. Whoa. <laughs> now, many have said maybe. That is not Kelly McGillis. Maybe, maybe, maybe Thomas oh made. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> she looks so much younger. That is, that is fantastic. Unbelievable. That's sure. Is. If you're just listening on the Blaze Radio. Uh, Oh, my goodness. 1986, Kelly McGillis on the left, Tom uh, Cruise on the right. You know what that looks like. That's a 2018, fact. Kelly McGillis on the left, Tom Cruise on the right. Uh, Kelly doesn't look like Kelly did. No, right? she does not. In 1986. Tom, however, does. Tom looks good. He looks almost better than he did back then. <laughs> Kelly didn't. No. You know now. Now it's it's perhaps you know. because Kelly decided not to make a deal with the devil, <laughs> as Tom did. Oh, she did. Possible. Not. Oh. <laughs> whatever deal. Nobody could ever accuse her of that, though. Whatever. Whatever right? the deal. Whatever. Correct. Correct. No. Her no conscience is clear. She's got a very clean soul. Based on that video, okay, that's terrible because we all have aged absolutely hundred percent, and some of us not that well. Hundred <laughs> percent. There's not a lot of us that hold up like Tom. No, I, I mean there aren't, Jeffy, and obviously you know how blessed you are to that, well, that's held up like Tom. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, but that, thank you for thank you for bringing it. Up, you wouldn't recognize just, seriously. You wouldn't recognize if if you showed me that photo tweet this out right of now. a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have no idea. zero idea that that's Kelly McGillis. And bless her heart. I would say no, that's not Kelly yeah, McGillis. I'll tweet this now at the hangry Keith there. So dang, see this? That's a stop it. What do you? Be, let's see. How, how, how do you want me to title this tweet? <laughs> Tom Cruise holding up. <laughs> um, then and now. 
Can we just leave it at then and then now? And Put now. that in your pipe. Then okay. and now. Yep. Yeah, then and now. All right. You you know, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's kind of an interesting uh, story about millennials. I was just looking at, at Fox News, and they had a story about millennials living with their parents. Uh, for ages 24 to 36. Okay? So 24 to 36. 24 to 30. I'd like to do all the way from 18 to 36, but they yeah, do let's... 24 to 36. 22.5% live with their parents. Wow. 22.5%. Wow. That's uh, pathetic. Uh, I, I will. I will say this: that wow. uh, within that twenty-two percent is not my oldest son. Get out! No, he's no. You're goodbye. Yeah, have a nice day. Thank goodness. I, I mean, mean, he wants his own life, and good for him. Bless his heart. I mean, that's, aren't we supposed to raise our children? Yes. to want their own life. Yeah, there should be a time when you start to become independent. And when you're 36 years old and you're living with your parents, I love I love my children. I, I seriously I love my children. I'm glad they're mm-hmm. in my home. Me too. I, you know, we joke around about it all the time, but it's good. That's what they're that's what they're there for. They they you know they brighten our lives. But at a time, the point of humans and the survival of the race is to grow and be on your own. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Have a nice day. It's it's just a healthy part of life. <clears throat> moving on and becoming independent. And you're probably, you're probably pretty close. It probably goes way up at 18, right? Because uh-huh. uh, That would be a, a lot higher. Wait, from, even even maybe 20. Yeah, let's say 20 to 36. Yeah, because 18 to 20 is 18, in or out. Yes. 18 to 20 is in or out. But right. after 20, get out. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye. I mean, I certainly didn't want to live at home at, by 18. I, mean, I barely no way. To be, I want, barely want to be there at 15. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I know, and that's part of it's part of life. That's, that's a healthy part of that's life. That's when you were trying to decide if you wanted to trek across America and, and go through those barren lands. And yeah, yeah. Settle the oh, country. yeah, yeah, yeah. Help settle the country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. For some, in some states, the number is uh, like close to fifty percent. Wow. Are they blaming that on jobs and everything? They have to. Well, this particular article says millennials, the savvy. Stay at home generation. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so they're calling it a good thing, essentially. Uh, okay. Savvy. Well, actually, it, compared right. to compared to that girl that uh, we talked about the other day that was uh, you know, living in New York, but uh, you know, her grandparents and her parents were paying for damn near everything. Uh, it would be cheaper. Oh, yeah. It would be cheaper yeah, yeah. for her to live at home. Yeah. It would be cheaper for everyone involved. And that girl was twenty six was she? I don't even. It's maybe twenty five, something like that. I don't remember. But it, in her twenties, yeah. And, uh, and it, was, it would have been cheaper for everyone involved. She was making twenty five bucks an hour at some job. Yeah. Her parents paid for her four thousand a month apartment in New York. Paid for all of her utilities. Paid for her phone. Paid for yeah. virtually everything. They gave just her a, asked. Gave her a stipend. She, did she pay for her food? Gave her yeah. a stipend, and Grandpa gave her a stipend. Oh my gosh! But didn't have enough time to go boating whenever she wanted to. Right. It's too busy. I mean, it was amazing. Unbelievable. I mean, it's sad, really. It it's is sad because those are the those are the people who have af- to take she over. Can't afford to live. Right. Yeah. It's just it's too much. Too stressful. All right. Have a great weekend. We will see you back here Monday on Pat Grandleach. Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.